Friday. Welcome everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the show. Today is all about reggaeton music with the news. We're going to have a good time. It is Friday after all. And I know it's five o'clock somewhere. Feliz Viernes. Bienvenidos a todos. Gracias por sintonizar el programa. Hoy se trata de música reggaeton. Vamos a pasar un buen rato. We're doing a reggaeton mix today. Hope your Friday, your weekend is off to a good start. Yo no quiero ser un tipo de otro lado. 
tu manera es complicado. Bienvenido a todos. Gracias por escuchar online. QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. Shakira, we all just want to be happy. stories coming up today got no time to waste tenemos muchas historias por venir hoy gotta say welcome to my Spanish listeners thank you so much Listen to Carlos Vives y Shakira La Bicicleta It's kind of chilly here in Miami today 65 degrees, I'm not sure what the heck is going on We don't need that weather down here Keep us at 75 and above But it's still beautiful Today we're going to be kicking it off in the business and tech news segment. We didn't get to finish up a lot of stories yesterday, so we're going to start off with those first, all right? Happy Friday! Feliz Viernes! I hope everyone is having a good day. Nine minutes after the top of the hour, we're gonna get started soon. Just get our bud blood <laughs> pumping. <laughs> yes, let's get that blood pumping. I'm I'm 
dancing too much here. <laughs> After all, it is Friday. I am so happy, so grateful, so thankful that we made it through the week. Got a busy weekend ahead of me? What are your plans? So, <laughs> came across this one, um, and I was laughing. Louisiana. So, for those of you who live in Louisiana, if you want to watch porn online, now you got to show ID. <laughs> Come on, where's the privacy? <laughs> so, thank you, Louisiana, for giving me the heads up. I'll definitely not in any time be visiting much less living there ah oh boy i get it though gotta be a security risk you don't want kids logging on i get it Good morning to everyone listening on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and of course, good morning to everyone here on Clubhouse. Buenos dias a todos, escuchando, listening online. On QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com Gracias por sintonizar el programa Hoy se trata de música reggaeton Vamos a pasar un buen rato Por el tiempo, todos los días No te lo voy a negar Happy Friday, indeed, Sula. Don't worry, my online listeners. Yes, you are in tune to the right place. <laughs> yes, you are in tune to coffee and tell. Depending on what part of Miami you live in, you better learn a little Spanish to survive because you walk into some places they don't speak no English. Sorry. I'm surprised that in states like California, um, California, Texas, Nevada, uh, Arizona, uh, yeah, I I'm truly surprised, and Florida, that 
Spanish is not enforced as a second language because the the Spanish population is huge in these um, states. I'm really surprised. Got another one. Here is uh, Never Let You Go, Farruko featuring Pitbull. And then we got one more after this. And then we're going to kick it off. Javette, don't forget you have to remind me about something later on, please. <laughs> I didn't have my red wine last night. Here's an oldie but goodie. Don Omar Sumpa. Of course, this song is from the franchise Fast and Furious. My favorite Fast and Furious, um, what do you call it? Series? I don't know. Is the one in Brazil. That one I love, where they were able to. Um, my favorite scene in that movie was the switching out of the garbage receptacles. I thought that was like really cool. But yeah, I love the entire um, franchise of Fast and Furious. Kind of a Robin Hood's style storyline. But that was my introduction to Don Omar. And there's another one that he had in that movie. I think it's Danza Kuduro, no? All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for the music, La Musica. It is time for us to go ahead and get started. And here are the headlines we have coming up for you today. before I get into the headlines, I gotta say good morning once again to all our listeners around the world logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. And a pleasant good morning to everyone listening on JohnnoRadio.com. And of course, I have to give a big shout out and a big good morning to my studio audience, all courtesy of Clubhouse. It is Friday! <laughs> Friday, I almost said Thursday, I want to go back, right? No, we're moving forward. It is Friday, January 6, 2023. Today, it's all about the Friday mix. Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee Intel World News on the Go. 
We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. You can follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on TikTok, Moments with Me Media, and on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media. And here are the headlines we have coming up for you today. In the Caribbean corner, out of Jamaica, Robert Chin, brother of Jamaican politician, has been charged after the Norman Manley International Airport drug bust. Uh, out of Haiti, Pastor Amel Lafleur, banned from pastoral activity for five years. And listen, ah, he's not the only one who is doing what he's doing in the church that makes you go mm, yeah guyana 1.1 billion dollars worth of drugs taken off the streets last year out of barbados new year's eve dispute over rent leaves the landlord dead and the tenant arrested oh boy but we have some good news antigua and barbuda Ooh, so beautiful to be featured on new season of the apprentice in stories out of Latin America, U.S. unveils new border curbs for Haitians, Cubans, and Nicaraguans. And in, on the international scene, world's most wanted people smuggler arrested in Sudan. Kenyan LGBTQ activist Edwin Chiloba found dead in a metal box. And Ukraine Zelensky says Putin's 36-hour truce is a tactic. Ploy. FIFA names first female international referee from Saudi Arabia. And Prince Harry, he's in the news again. Yes, he is. Prince Harry reveals he killed 25 in Afghanistan, according to the British media. Well, he has to sell these books, right? You don't write a book not to sell them. So whatever you got to do to move them off the shelves, because they're scared. the publication goes on sale next week. Of course, it's already on sale in Spain. We highlighted that yesterday. Gotta move those books by any means necessary. Gotta tell what you gotta tell. In news out of North America, a rising star in Connecticut uh, politics dies in a collision with a wrong way driver. And U.S. removes Cuban migrants from remote Florida islands. In business and tech news, um, New York, you know, I don't know what's going on in crypto world, but we have two stories about two more cryptocurrency companies. New York sues Celsius founder alleging crypto fraud. And as pressure builds, crypto firm Genesis cuts 30% of its workforce. Um, if you have a Twitter account, uh, just got to let you know this. Twitter has been hacked. 200 million email addresses leaked. Oh boy. Um, and here's something that might be of interest. Millions of workers are subject to non-compete agreements and they could be banned soon. Yeah. All right. So we're going to have those stories and more coming up after another quick music break. Oh, here is one. And I think this is great news. Michael Blackson, the comedian. Uh, he's super funny to me wants to give students a chance to be great with a free school in ghana yes so um i appreciate i applaud that whatever you can give back give back all right take a quick music break and we'll be back to get into the details we're starting off with business and tech news yes, 
them the big mouth. Shout out Paul, I'm in the air when we tell them for the truth. Locking in just like that. You get them, they move on track. Shout out Paul, I'm in the air. Enrique, sing for them. You look at me and girl, you take me to another place. Says, come and take me. Got me begging, got me hoping that the night don't stop. To everyone listening online on QMCRadio.com and ChannelRadio.com. For quality music while you work or play, don't forget to keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. And for that non-stop party vibe, download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. Thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation and the party happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee Into World News on the go. Join us every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok, Moments with Me Media. Get back to this Daddy Yankee limbo.
for my Latino family listening online. Feliz Viernes. Bienvenidos a todos. Gracias por sintonizar el programa. Hoy se trata de música reggaetón. Vamos a pasar un buen rato. Sí, mi gente. Solo, why you have me laughing so early in the morning? Don't do that. Don't do that. We're going to kick it off with business and tech news. down here um twerking to this song you know what i need help I, I need i need help i need to pray a little harder whatever i'm doing it's not working um so first up amazon amazon ceo says company will lay off more than eighteen thousand workers yes story courtesy of npr.org <sighs> you know but January is the month of layoffs, isn't it? Usually is. Amazon is laying off 18,000 employees. The tech giant made the disclosure on Wednesday, representing the single largest number of jobs cut at a tech company since the industry began aggressively downsizing last year. In a blog post, Amazon CEO Andy Jassy wrote that the staff reductions were set off by the uncertain economy and the company's rapid hiring over the last several years. The cuts will primarily hit the company's corporate workforce and will not affect hourly warehouse workers. Okay, so you say. In November, Amazon had reportedly been planning to lay off around 10,000 employees, but on Wednesday, Jassy pegged the number of jobs to be shed by the company to be higher than that. As he put it, just over 18,000. Jassy tried to strike an optimistic note in the Wednesday blog post, announcing the massive staff reduction, writing, Amazon has weathered uncertain and difficult economies in the past, 
and we will continue to do so. While 18,000 is a large number of jobs, it's just a little more than 1% of the 1.5 million workers, Amazon employees in warehouses and corporate offices. Is that supposed to like soothe the pain? Is that, to me, that's like pouring salt in an open wound, whatever. Last year, Amazon was the latest big tech company to watch growth slow down from its pandemic era tear, just as inflation being at 40 at a 40-year high crimped sales. News of Amazon's cuts came the same day business software giant Salesforce announced its own round of layoffs, eliminating 10% of its workforce, or about 8,000 jobs. Uh, Salesforce CEO Mark Benioff attributed the scaling back to a now oft-repeated line in Silicon Valley. The pandemic's boom times made the company hire overzealously. Yeah, that's what everybody says, right? And now that there has been a pullback in corporate spending, ah, there we go, that's it, corporate spending. They got to up their, um, what you call it, profit margin. They got to report these high numbers at the end of the year, whatever. The focus is on cutting costs. As our revenue accelerated through the pandemic, we hired too many people leading into this economic downturn we're now facing, Benioff wrote to in a note to staff. Yeah, Facebook owner Meta, as well as Twitter, Snap, and Vimeo have all announced major staff reductions in recent months. A remarkable reversal for an industry that has experienced gangbusters growth for more than a decade. Now, I know this is something we have said here before, you know. Um, So, yes, they're saying warehouse will not be affected. It's mostly corporate. Um, Are they going to be cutting from the top? Can we we cut from the top? Or how about those who get salaries, um, astronomical salaries? How about they take a pay cut? Because they're going to be allowed to continue to maintain their lifestyle while people are now scrambling to find jobs. Well, according to a report that came out, um, 223,000 jobs were added to the workforce. But are those jobs paying livable wages? That's the thing. Many people are now in jobs where they have had to step back. They've had to Go back a couple steps, a couple tens of thousands of dollars. And they're tearing their hair out. But they have to work. So is it fair to them? I don't know. We say it's a capitalist country, right? And the capitalist mindset, which to me means you really don't care about anybody. As long as you're making your millions, you really don't care. And I understand that you may have to do a, you know, staff reduction. I get that. It happens to many industries, many organizations. I get it. I do. But what provision are you making to help people to secure other jobs? And people might say, well, it's not our business. Well, you know something? If you care about people, you can make it your business. And here's why I'm saying that. I worked for a company once. I remember I started working with them the August. They are a subsidiary of Ford Motor Credit, right? And it was doing collections for Ford. Started with them the August. 
the October, they had a general staff meeting that they were closing down the um, Fort Lauderdale office and moving operations to um, Texas. <clears throat> Excuse me. Moving operations into Texas. They offered some of us the opportunity to relocate to Texas and they would pay for the relocation, which I thought that was a great gesture. So you're getting the relocation, you're getting the job. I had to opt out of that because no, I wasn't going to Texas too far from Jamaica. I need to be able to jump on a plane, be in Jamaica in one hour and 20 minutes. Taps. But for those who were not offered the opportunity to go to Texas or who declined the opportunity to go to Texas, they had workshops. They set up everything. They had other companies come in and interview with people. They helped with resume preparation. Um, they made computers available so folks would be able to come in and uh, fill out um, job applications. They even had a room where you were able to make phone calls. They provided everything. And to me, that shows that you care. You are displacing but at the same time, you're trying your best to help. And for those people who were not as successful in picking up employment right away, they helped them to um, apply for, what, what's that thing? Um, unemployment insurance. They didn't have to. But you know what that speaks to? Your care for humanity. And I can respect that. How many companies do that? They're shutting down and they try to help you. Or they're doing a mass layoff and they try to help you. How many do that? Most companies only give you a two-week severance pay. Two weeks. What the heck are you going to do with two weeks? You know, one thing I learned is that my loyalty has limits when it comes to working for people. There are limits to my loyalty. I'm as loyal to you as you are to me. <laughs> and I think you know what that means. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I do hope that these 18,000 plus people, uh, that they will get a reasonable separation package. I do hope that they will be able to pick up something quickly. And, you know, we talk about, yesterday we spoke about mental health. I hope that their mental well-being will be intact. Because can you imagine, you're already struggling and just being told, oh, we got to lay you off. We know it's nothing personal. We know it's business. But we also have to be cognizant of the struggles of people, right? So, all right, Amazon. Isn't he the one who is building the super yacht, Bezos? Not him. I think so. Okay. The super yacht is more important, right? Yeah. You need more profit to live the lavish lifestyle. Mm, yeah, I get it. Our next story, courtesy of Al Jazeera, New York sues Celsius founder alleging crypto fraud. And here goes another crypto company. 
New York's Attorney General has sued Celsius Network founder Alex Mashinsky, claiming he defrauded investors out of billions of dollars in digital currency by concealing the failing health of his now bankrupt cryptocurrency lending platform. Mashinsky persisted in promoting Celsius as a safe alternative to banks, paying interest as high as 17% on deposits while concealing hundreds of millions of dollars of losses in risky investments. And this is according to a complaint filed by Attorney General Letitia James on Thursday. The civil lawsuit seeks to ban Mashinsky from doing business in New York and have him pay damages for violating laws, including the state's Martin Act, which gives James broad power to pursue securities fraud cases. Alex Mashinsky promised to lead investors to financial freedom, but led them down a path of financial ruin, James said in a statement. Making false and unsubstantiated promises and misleading investors is illegal. Neither Mashinsky nor his lawyer immediately responded to requests for comment. Celsius is not a defendant in the lawsuit filed in a state court in Manhattan. Crypto lenders gained popularity during the COVID-19 pandemic by promising easy loan access and high interest rates to depositors. They then lent out tokens to institutional investors, hoping to profit from the difference. But the business model often proved unsustainable in 2022 after a sell-off in cryptocurrency markets, including the collapse of the Terra USD and Luna tokens. The lawsuit against Mashinsky is the latest government effort to address risky crypto practices. And then from one crypto company to another. As pressure builds, crypto firm Genesis cuts 30% of its workforce. Story also courtesy of Al Jazeera News. Cryptocurrency firm Genesis has cut 30% of its workforce in a second round of layoffs in less than six months, Reuters has reported. Citing a person familiar with the matter as pressure builds on crypto industry executives to cut costs in the wake of a downturn. As we continue to navigate unprecedented industry challenges, Genesis has made the difficult decision to reduce our headcount globally. And that's according to a spokesperson for the company. The layoffs were first reported by the Wall Street Journal, which also said Genesis is considering filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in the United States. Folks, if you invested, pull out. Just go ahead and pull out. Pull the heck out. Hopefully you can get your dollar for dollar out. This is ridiculous. The firm is working with investment bank Moellis and Company to evaluate its options and reports said citing people familiar with the matter. You know, it's sheer wickedness. We spoke about it. I don't need to go in depth. It's just wicked. What you do to people, to investors. Promising them early retirement, financial freedom, showing them things that you, tangible things that you can acquire. And unfortunately, some risked it all. Our next story, Twitter hacked 200 million email addresses have been leaked. Courtesy of Al Jazeera. 
As if Elon doesn't have enough on his plate, hackers stole the email addresses of more than 200 million Twitter users and posted them on an online hacking forum, a security researcher has said. The breach will unfortunately lead to a lot of hacking. Hacking? I don't know. Hacking is probably a word. I don't know. Is it even a word? Targeted phishing and doxing. And that's according to Elon Gal, who is co-founder of Israeli cybersecurity monitoring firm Hudson Rock. Uh, he called it one of the most significant leaks he's ever seen. Twitter has not commented on the report, though, which Gal first posted on about uh, on a social media platform on December 24, nor responded to inquiries about the breach since that date. It was not clear what action, if any, Twitter has taken to investigate or remediate the issue. The Reuters news agency could not independently verify that data on the forum to see if it was authentic and came from Twitter. Screenshots from the hacker forum, where the data appeared on Wednesday, have circulated online. You know what I'd like for somebody to do? Just hack and mistakenly put some money in my account. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm hoping for. Two fingers crossed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Waiting for that day. One day I wake up, I check my account, I see a couple million dollars. You will not hear from me ever again. I'm out. Peace. Juices. Off line. Totally. You know, somebody just needs to mess up in a real good way for me. So this is another story that we brought up yesterday, headline that we were not able to get into. But um, America needs carpenters and plumbers. Well, try telling that to Gen Z. Story courtesy of NPR.org. Justin, not going to attempt the last name, who is 20, loves to build stuff. These days, as a carpentry apprentice, he installs drywall in houses with the rest of his construction crew. But he said he likes concrete the best. At the end of the day, you see how you poured everything, the result of your hard work, he said. Justin dreamed of becoming a carpenter or electrician as a child, and now he is fulfilling that dream. But that also makes him an exception to the rule. While Gen Z, often described as people born between 1997 and 2012, is on track to become the most educated generation, fewer young folks are opting for traditionally hand-on jobs in the skilled trade and technical industries. Gen Z interest in trades and skilled work has dropped. The application rate for young people seeking technical jobs like Plumbing, building, and electrical work dropped by 49% in 2022 compared to 2020. Researchers from Handshake tracked how the number of applications for technical roles versus the number of postings have changed over the last two years. While posting for those roles, automotive uh, technicians, equipment installers, and respiratory therapists, to name a few, saw an average 10 applications each in 2020. They got about five per posting in 2022. The typical rate is about 19 applications per job on Handshake. While the creation of technical positions has continued to grow, the number of students interested in applying for them hasn't. Well, um, should we be surprised? No, I don't think we should be. Um, and here's why I'm saying that. What have we been pumping down people's throats? IT medical, IT medical, IT medical. 
that's what's being pumped down people's throats here. Well, in the U.S., IT and medical. Get into the IT world because that's the way of the world right now. Everything is controlled by IT. Everything. And yes, it is true. And if not IT, get into the medical field, job security. So everybody's going that route. And if everybody is in IT and medical, or let's say people get into law, then who is going to build the houses that the nurses, doctors, the computer technicians, the lawyers, who's going to build those houses? And when you put up the house, um, there are other things that, that need to be done. You need AC, plumbing, electrical, cabinetry, tiling, a host of things you need, right? So is it that we're going to have to learn how to build our own houses? Is that, what, is that what's going to happen down the road? Well, I guess we might all just shift to container homes then. I watch a couple of people build their own houses literally out of containers. So that may be the way we're going. Nobody wants to do the hands-on job. And no, they don't realize that there's a lot of money to be made in these skilled jobs. You ever call a plumber out to your house? You ever call somebody to come fix your dryer because the belt came off and you don't know how to open up that dryer yourself and put the belt on yourself? Thermostats. Call somebody to come look at your thermostat for you. To drain your AC line. To pour vinegar in there or bleach in there. You know you're supposed to do that, right? Learn that. Call somebody out. You start scratching your head. You're like, damn, why didn't I do this instead? You want to move a socket from one place to another? You got to call an electrician. Had an electrician come here a couple months ago um, because the socket on the back patio wasn't working. Just to replace it in less than five minutes. Well, he was working at the, the neighbor's house. And I'm like, hey, can you come look at this for me? He's like, sure. Came, looked at it, put this thing in it. Oh, not working. I know that because nothing won't. It doesn't just doesn't work. You plug anything in there and nothing works. He's like, I got one in my truck. Okay, great. No lie. In less than five minutes, $80. $80. Which job pays $80 in five minutes? Which job? So we need to start promoting skilled labor again. We need to. Had somebody come and look at the dishwasher one day only for that because it just wasn't draining. And I'm like, what the heck? Only for them to open up under the bottom <laughs> right now i went to i went on youtube i'm gonna be honest i went to youtube once several minutes i'm like okay i can do this and i'm like what the heck what am i looking for couldn't do it Ron and i couldn't figure it out called somebody to come out when they did what they had to do just to show me the cover a piece of metal from a soda can don't know how the heck it got in the line you want to know the bill 
$250. He wasn't even here for 30 minutes. Where are you going to make $250 in 30 minutes? Do you make that doing IT? Do nurses make $250 in 30 minutes? I don't think so. So if we're going to promote, promote everything is what I'm saying. Everybody isn't cut out to be, as we spoke for the past two days, everybody's not academically inclined. Some people are great with their hands. And then look at it, this, look at, look on this side of it. Nobody in the States wants to do the handyman job because it's beneath them, right? But we don't want to let in the people who will come here and do it. Make that make sense. People at the board are willing to come in and do it. But we don't want to let them in. Because they're bringing um, COVID and they're bringing rapists and murderers and all of that. No, we don't want them here. Explain that to me. So, <laughs> we don't even want to clean our own damn toilets. We need Maria to come in and do it for us. So, if we don't do it, who's going to do it? You see, the, 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 I don't understand the rational behind the decisions they make sometimes. And I'm not saying release the, oh, just open up the borders and let everybody in. I'm not saying that either. Yes, put them through the process. But stop turning up your noses at them. And they're willing to come here and do the very jobs we're turning our noses at, up at. But anyway, let me get back to what I was saying. Let us promote skilled labor jobs because they're just as profitable if not more profitable than a four-year degree facts all right don't worry about the butt your, your plumber's butt crack showing yeah all right he <laughs> <laughs> quite all right you know the fellow who comes to our house, I'm going to say this last thing and move on. The fellow that, the gentleman that comes to our house to do landscaping, he does a couple of houses in the neighborhood, right? Um, just on my street alone that I know of, it's one, two, three, four. He does about five houses. He gets here sometimes, so let's say eight o'clock in the morning. And by 12, he's done. So many times way before that. $60 a house. $60 per house. That's what? Six times five. That I know of. Is what? $300? Is my math right? Yeah. Six, five, thirty. $300. Yeah, $300. $300. And I want it, let me be honest. Two hours is what I will give him. It's him his wife, and then he may probably have one or two other people. And then he leaves here, and he goes to another neighborhood. And he does that five days a week. Now, who making the money? You dressed up in your corporate suit thinking you all that? Or him? Let's think about that. So we need everybody. Trees have branches, right? 
We need everybody. Every job is needed out there. And let's respect everybody, regardless of what their station is or their job is. Right? Okay. I'm done. <laughs> Our next story out of the business and tech segment, millions of workers are subject to non-compete agreements. They could soon be banned. Uh, story courtesy of NPR.org. The Federal Trade Commission took on a bold move on Thursday aimed at shifting the balance of power from companies to workers. The agency proposed a new rule that would prohibit employers from imposing non-compete agreements on their workers, a practice it called exploitative and widespread, affecting some 30 million American workers. Wow. Yay. Anyway, let me keep the story going. The freedom to change jobs is core to economic liberty and to a competitive, thriving economy. That's according to FTC Chair Lena Khan. Non-competes block workers from freely switching jobs, depriving them of higher wages and better working conditions, depriving businesses of a talent pool that they need to build and expand. Non-compete agreements restrict workers from quitting their jobs and taking new jobs at rival companies or starting up similar businesses of their own within a certain time period typically between six months and two years. They're used across a broad array of industries, including in high-paying white-collar fields such as banking and tech, but also in many low-wage sectors as well, as President Biden has pointed out. Hmm. These aren't just high-paid executives or scientists who hold secret formulas for Coca-Cola or Pepsi, you know, or so that they can't get their hands on each other's uh, recipes. Um, A recent study found one in five workers without a college education is subject to non-compete agreements. Construction workers, hotel workers, disproportionately women and women of color. Employers have argued that they need non-competes to come to protect trade secrets and investments they put into growing their businesses, including training workers. A handful of states, including California and Oklahoma, already ban non-competes. And a number of other states, including Maryland and Oregon, have prohibited their use among lower-paid employees. But those rules are difficult to enforce, with low-wage workers often reluctant to speak out. The FTC estimates that a ban on non-compete agreements could increase wages by nearly $300 billion a year by allowing workers to pursue better opportunities. The rule, I must let you all know, does not take effect immediately. The public has 60 days to offer comment on the proposed rule, after which a final rule could be published and then enforced some months later. I'm here for that. Stop limiting people. Go ahead, Javette. Go right ahead. No, I was going to say I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, the, the world is supposed to be, what is it? We, we It's a competitive cycle when it comes to businesses. So why not? Exactly. 
start treating people better, maybe they won't leave. I don't know. That part. Just throwing that out there. That part. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Good morning. But they don't want to do that, Javette. They don't understand that how you treat your employees will determine how long they stay with you, the level of commitment, dedication, and loyalty. How on God's earth are you going to be stressing out your employees that you need? For example, particular individual that's here every day with us. That individual. Yes, what's so. up? <laughs> I was hoping you would come off. Good morning, everyone. Yes, hence my 178 over 158 blood pressure for the past two days, um, three days. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, t I'm chilling. Go ahead. What were you going to say about me? Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> How can you be calling your employee all hours of the night, all hours of the day, on weekends, on their day offs, even when they're sick? But then... You don't want to pay them bonus. You, you, you don't want to give a pay increase. But you rely on them to fill the positions in your company. But you are busy taking vacations. I hope someone from the job is listening. Are you listening to her? Dressed head to toe in designer. Come on, talk about it. Talk about it. Pushing those luxury cars. Come now, pushing that Bentley, pushing that Bentley up go. to the spot. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, I missed it earlier when you were speaking about the layoffs at Amazon. But uh, you know, I don't think I've told Javette yet. But we, they did layoffs. The first day back was that what the third Tuesday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They did demotions and layoffs the past two, three days. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but they're still pushing the Bentley though. <laughs> <laughs> They're still pushing and she's still wearing the red least, bottoms. The least Bentley that they can write off on their taxes at yep. a business yes. expense. Yes, they can. Yes, yep. they can. Yes, yep. they can. Not to mention the, 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 the multitude of funds they received during the pandemic. Hmm. Sense. The grants that they received because they are a black-owned organization. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Javette, it's been quite the week. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. <gasps> Sula, listen, Sula. I have said to her, she needs to stop. Don't respond to no email, no text, no text, no phone call, come in and I do it. I wasn't going to do it. I've told her. They will do to you what you allow them to do, folks. You see, the minute you answer that phone at 7 o'clock on a Friday evening, guess what? Next weekend, they're going to try for Saturday. And if you answer that phone on that Saturday when you're out with your kids or your family trying to have a good time, trying to relax, then guess what's going to happen next? Sunday. You can't call them, though. <laughs> Put everything in its place. And you, yesterday, um, who was it that brought up the word boundaries? Uh, Donnell. Boundaries. You have boundaries with your family, with your partners, with your friends. Why don't you have boundaries with your employers? They have their boundaries that you dare not cross. 
So why don't you have ours, yours too? Honestly, can I just throw something in there? Yes, please do Because I'm, I'm one of those workers too. Mm-hmm. You have to decide to take it. I've had weekend calls that, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear the phone ring. <laughs> they, they found somebody else to do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've had those calls. I'm presently supposed to be in the office today, but I really don't feel like it. So I'm working from home. And I just called and said, I'm working from home today. I didn't even ask. I just said it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to take them yourselves. We and have, go ahead, Rosola. No, 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 will, you go ahead. I will admit, you know, I have, um, <laughs> they've met a different Rhonda in, in 2023, needless to say. So they, um, when I was sick the other day, because I, I said, you know, my, I even gave the pressure and it was like, okay, so you'll be on the three o'clock call. And they go, <laughs> I'm like, wow, the inhumanity. I'm like, no, I will not be on the three o'clock call. No. And I literally said to someone yesterday because they were asking me to do something like a, a five o'clock meeting or some eight o'clock meeting with the, with the pr- owner, the president. And I'm like, there is absolutely no way in the world that I'm logging on into a meeting at eight o'clock at night to hear how he restructured the pit company and demoted people. I already know that. I don't, I don't need to know that. I already know that. So <laughs> I agree with the boundaries. Um, I'm just learning. I think sometimes I, I overexert myself in anything I do, but uh, they, they're getting a different Rhonda now. They really are because they're, they're not worthy. <laughs> That's just the bottom line. They're not worthy of the energy that I give to the job and all of the people have. And it's sad because I always promote that it's a brown owned company. And, you know, I always we're in Georgia and, you know, we're just the epicenter of what the world is supposed to be in Georgia and Atlanta with the brown faces. And just it's very disappointing that people not only got demoted, People got laid off, and then now we're lowering salaries going forward. So it's 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 sad. It's sad. Can I ask a question? Is your is your rent or mortgage being lowered? No, it's not, and that's why I, that's what I was trying to be kind of nice when I was saying the conversation I had yesterday um, with someone, and then I of course told my boss that she needs to call me, and I'm still waiting. I don't know if she disappeared into the abyss or something, it's but the um. Yeah, and we, you know that conversation about her on weekends. <laughs> so, so I'm doing the same thing this Friday. I've been walking around, cleaning the house, doing some laundry. Yeah, I've been chilling, listening to Coffee and Toe. Mm-hmm. Laptop <laughs> is sitting there. It's logging, but, uh, but uh, you know, when you squiggle a little, yeah. Yeah, they know a totally different Rhonda. I'm still dedicated. I'm still loyal to my work, but I just do not give them what I was given because it was way, way too much. Yeah. It, and and that's how we are raised. We are raised to go yeah. above and beyond. Yes, we have to. Yes, my dad but always. You, told me that. When you finally figure it out, it's like you know what? Mm-mm. Nope. I yeah. need to take a step back now. I I call it. I start playing dumb sometimes. Yes. I probably shouldn't say that, but it's like mm, I don't know, because <laughs> we're 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 always the ones that they call to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we put that on ourselves because, again, that's just how we are raised. We are raised to just jump in and get stuff done. But you know what? Mm-mm. No. Because yeah. you drop down dead tomorrow, <laughs> they're just going to find the next Somebody the else. next person to take your place. And continue their trip, their vacation. Exactly. I'm the only person that hasn't taken a vacation in the management and, and, and executive team 
all year. Every time I take a moment is right. Every time I take a vacation, they call. I'm like, I'm in St. Lucia, the same place you were and said, there's no email service. I don't have it either. You know, I had to do that because it's just calling. Can you come to a meeting? Can you come? I'm like, wait a minute. When you were in, when you were in this same country, you told us you didn't have any access to email. So why do you think I have access to the email? <laughs> <laughs> so... Nah, I'm going to do my hair now. And I'm going to go probably go out and get some food and stuff. I'm sorry, you guys. That's not... I digress. <laughs> I digress. But you have to set up boundaries, folks, to protect your mental well-being as it relates to your jobs. Right? And, you know, you said something, Javette, and it is so true and Rosolo. We, in the black and brown communities, are taught to go above and beyond. We're taught to do that in school, to overachieve, to outshine. But yet we do all of that and we're not getting more pay. We're not getting more opportunities. We're being taken advantage of. Even though they have a saying, the reward for good work is more work, right? Something happens in the office. Oh, push it over to moments. She, she knows she, she'll be able to manage. So I'm doing two, three people's jobs, but I'm only getting one person's pay. And the minute you ask for an increase, whoa, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. we can't afford that. But if you hire two people, won't you have be able to afford? Won't you not be able to? Won't you have to be able to afford the two salaries? Make that make sense. I don't understand. How do they rationalize? How do they reason? If I am doing three people's jobs, and let us say I'm making $20,000, and I say, okay, no problem, give me $60,000, you are going to tell me no. But then you're going to turn around and hire two more people and pay them $20,000 each, or probably more, usually more. That makes sense. I don't know. I don't know if I'm making sense this morning. I don't know. But boundaries, folks, you got to have your boundaries, all right? And that's it for, but back to the article, um, back to the article at hand about the non-compete agreements. I am glad that that is um, coming to an end. People should not be held back. Not at all. If you want to grow, grow. Okay, so just to um, give an idea, it, a non-compete clause is a contractual term between an employer and a worker that blocks the worker from working for a competing employer, right? Or starting a competing business, typically within a certain geographic area and period of time after the worker's employment ends, all right? So do you know if you're working in such an organization? Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. All right, we're going to take another quick break. And when we return, we have health and science news along with sports news. Keep it locked. Que bien se ve. Me trae loco su figura Ese trajecito corto le queda bien Combinado con su mítico los cafés que bien se ve Me hipnotiza su cintura 
Cuando baila hasta los dioses la quieren ver Que no perderé más tiempo, me acercaré Yo solo la miré, me gustó, me pegué, le invité y bailemos eh. La noche está para un reggaetón lento Esos que no se bailan hace tiempo Yo solo la miré, me gustó, me pegué, la invité y bailemos eh. La noche está para un reggaetón lento Esos que no se bailan hace tiempo Permíteme bailar contigo esta pieza Entre todas las mujeres se resalta tu belleza Me encanta tu firmeza, te mueves con destreza y Muévete, muévete, muévete Muy rica latina, está llena de vida Sube las dos manos, dale pa' arriba ¿Dónde están las solteras y las que no también? Sin miedo, muévete, muévete, muévete Yo solo la miré, me gustó, me pegué, la invité y bailemos eh. La noche está para un reggaetón lento Esos que no se bailan hace tiempo yo solo la miré, me gustó, me pegué, la invité y bailemos eh. La noche está para un reggaetón lento Esos que no se bailan hace tiempo Baila conmigo La noche está para un reggaetón lento Esos que no se bailan hace tiempo Es imposible atrasar las horas Cada minuto contigo es un sueño Quisiera ser su confidente Thank you to all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. And thank you to everyone listening on JanoRadio.com. Of course, a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go. Keep it locked. Today inside the Friday mix it's all about reggaeton Follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok Moments with Me Media. Coming up tomorrow, Saturday on JanoRadio.com. We have DJ Trouble at 12 o'clock with all-inclusive Saturdays. DJ Simple for just seven with Blazing Saturdays. And then it's Master Kevon with Freestyle Saturday at 7 p.m. 
Ella le da cintura, 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 dale. Download that Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. You're listening to Coffee and Toll, World News on the Go. Join us every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Pasito a pasito, suave suavecito, nos vamos pegando poquito a poquito. Y es que esa belleza es un rompecabezas, pero para montarlo aquí tengo la pieza. Despacito, quiero respirar tu cuello despacito. Deja que te diga cosas al oído, para que te acuerdes si no estás conmigo. Despacito, quiero desnudarte a besos despacito. Firma las paredes de tu laberinto. Thank you once again to everyone listening online and everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Thank you, Luis Fonsi, for that one, Despacito. It was definitely a hit, still is. You're inside the Friday mix on Coffee and Toe. All right, it's time for us to get back to business, and we're starting with health and science news. FDA finalizes rule that increases access to abortion pills. Story courtesy of BolaAlert.com. As of Tuesday, the FDA finalized a rule, well, a rule change that expands abortion pill availability to large chain and mail-order pharmacies. The change comes after the Biden administration announced last year that they would no longer require women to pick up the pills in person. 
Following the official update, more retail pharmacists will be permitted to dispense the medication as long as they complete a certification process. If permitted by law, women could receive prescriptions through the mail from online pharmacies and retail stores. However, the rules change the rule changes impact has been minimized by various state laws restricting pharmacies well rather restricting abortion in general and the pill in particular legal experts predict years of court battles over access to the pills over the past 20 years fda labeling has restricted dispensing to a select group of specialty offices and clinics for safety reasons but the FDA temporarily relaxed the in-person requirements during the COVID-19 pandemic. A new scientific review conducted by agency staff later supported easing access, confirming numerous medical societies that had long argued that the restriction was unnecessarily restrictive. According to the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, the change is an important step forward. Although the FDA's announcement today will not solve access issues for every person seeking abortion care, it will allow more patients who need a certain drug, I can't pronounce it, I think it's Mifepristone or Mifepristone for medication abortion, additional options to secure this vital drug. The Guttmacher Institute, a research group that supports abortion rights, said that more than half of U.S. abortions are now done with pills rather than surgery. In the sports world, former NFL player Uche Waniri died of an acute heart failure at the age of 38. Story courtesy of Baller Alert, former offensive lineman Uche. Okay, I don't know why my computer keeps doing this. When you're reading certain stories, it blocks out on you. But, you know, of course, we're going to pull it up again. So I do apologize. Here we go. All right. So former offensive lineman Uche was found dead on Friday. It's believed he died of an enlarged heart with acute heart failure. The former Purdue and Jacksonville Jaguars player was at his wife's home in West Lafayette, Indiana, when he collapsed in a bedroom. Police and paramedics were called to the house, but unfortunately, he could not be saved. The county office of the coroner told TMZ that the former player's official cause of death had not been determined. However, an initial preliminary report shows uh, signs of an enlarged heart with acute heart failure. Authorities added there are no signs of trauma or foul play. Tony Khan, son of Jags owner Shahid, released a statement following the tragic news, saying Waniri forged a strong bond with the Jags fans that remained to this day. And on behalf of the Jaguars organization and his family, uh, their thoughts are with his family and friends. Waniri was chosen to play for the Jags in the fifth round of the 2007 NFL Draft. He played with the team until he was released in 2014. After his career, he started a YouTube channel called The Observant Lineman to discuss sports and music with his subscribers. May his soul rest in peace. Young, 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 young. Which again, it makes me have questions about the NFL, the, the whole sport. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, YouTube channel, listen, last night I checked out, um, DJ Teflon's YouTube channel and I put on some weight. I put it on his, um, channel is Teflon travels. 
So remember when he told us he was going to Naples, Italy? Oh, Jesus. It's a sin. Food is a sin. <laughs> I should not be looking at the food. The pizza makes the pizza you see here in the U.S. look like garbage. As though the pizza here needs to be just thrown out. Let the animals have it. What is it that we're eating here in this country? The pizza looked so delicious. I felt I could taste it through the lens. And then, oh my gosh, when I saw the cannolis, I was like, oh. Yeah, I put on about five pounds. So now I'm have to work it off. Um, it was really good. Check out his channel, Tef Teflon Travels. Yeah, so it was really good. Um, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get into Believe It or Not stories. Yeah. California father charged with attempted murder. This one we haven't had the opportunity to talk about, but we're getting it done today. Um, I don't know. Believe it or not, stories. Sometimes you see some ridiculous things out there. It makes you wonder what the heck are people thinking. But anyway, let me get into it. California okay, California father charged with attempted murder and child abuse after intentionally driving Tesla off 250-foot cliff. Thankfully, the family survived. Officials stated on Tuesday that the man tried deliberately to kill his family. According to the California Highway Patrol, the driver, his wife, and their three children were rescued and survived the accident on Monday at Devil's Slide in San Mateo County. Why would you name some? Well, you know what? Don't, don't say it because in Jamaica you have mount diablo so let me just stop right there i'm gonna say why would you have somewhere called a devil's slide but yes that's where it took place uh once he's out of the hospital darmesh arvind patel uh who is 41 of pasadena will be charged with attempted murder and child abuse officials say firefighters saved the two children ages four and seven while a helicopter crew rescued the two adults from the car According to the Highway Patrol, the Tesla fell 250 to 300 feet. The agency said, based on the evidence collected, investigators developed probable cause to believe this incident was an intentional act. Brian Pottinger, the incident commander of the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, said witnesses called 911 at around 10.50 a.m., after the crash he claimed that the children's car seats might have saved their lives because it was very very rare for anybody to survive such a high fall now i'm curious to know what was his reason what could because clearly he wanted to kill himself too he just wanted to kill everybody what could have prompted that what exactly now i'm grateful that everybody was that everybody survived and everybody was saved and now he's going to have to do the time and plunging seems to be the order of the day as suspects in a stolen car plunged 20 feet and landed on a house story courtesy of cnn a new year's day police check on a stolen car report ended when the car plunged over 20 feet and landed on a house in another vehicle in north caldwell i hope i said it right new jersey um, officers were at the scene after responding to a report of a stationary stolen vehicle. Upon arrival, the vehicle fled on Hilltop Drive, striking two parked vehicles. The driver lost control of the vehicle and dro drove over an embankment, falling 21.3 feet, landing into 
a house and onto another vehicle. No occupants of the home or bystanders were injured and the suspects fled on foot. Two suspects were later caught and transported to trauma centers for medical evaluation. Both suspects were treated and released into the custody of North Caldwell Police. That's according to uh, the police report. And I don't know where North Caldwell is, but it is 70, 70 miles north of Trenton, New Jersey. Don't know where that is either. But yeah. Um, hold on. Chile says that they should, the one, we're talking about the previous story, the California father, they should all be gone. The Teslas, is it e-bite? Roof is made of glass. Ooh, wow. Well, God saved them for a reason. It wasn't their time. It, exactly. God saved them for a reason. Yeah. Must have, can you imagine the children? I hope because they're so young, especially the four-year-old, I hope they're able to forget it. How many of us remember things that happened to us at four? I don't remember anything at seven, much less. Um, I'm trying to remember. Four years old. I remember this. Um, I remember being in a cast. I don't remember the, the moment my hand broke. I remember I was standing outside with my father. I was standing in front of him, actually. And uh, the lawnmower was going, and it picked up... Um, a piece of metal out of the grass and it flew right onto my right arm i have the scar to this day i i only remember being outside and then i remember my mom taking me um to kaiser clinic in discovery bay and i remember being in a cast i remember that i remember going to negril beach village with them because they couldn't stand to leave me behind with the broken arms. So I, I remember that. Um, after that, I don't remember anything else. Oh, I, I remember this. Too. I don't know if I was four or five, but I remember my hair being in Shirley Temple curls one day. I remember that. Who remembers what happened at four, five, six, seven? I, I don't know. I think you remember some things. You may not remember everything. Just there are specific things that you'll remember, unfortunately. And it may be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, mor morning. Good morning, James. Yeah, wh what's interesting is that they said that um, traumatic um, incidents as a child, you'll more remember that than, than the good the oh, good things really? that happen in your life. Yeah, that's what they say. So like if... If there's some traumatic um, thing happening in your childhood, like stuff like that will stick with you. You like your chances are you never forget that, but like some of the good stuff you you won't remember. So yeah, interesting. Interesting. You know, I've heard people say they remember things happening to them when they were two years old, and I'm like, huh? Is it possible, really? You know, I don't know, and I don't want to judge anybody and or say they're lying, but I don't remember anything at two. Anyone here remembers anything happening at two, anything two years old, three years old? I don't know. I'm really thinking. I remember 
like my 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 parents and up to recently my mom telling me some things um in my childhood my very early days and i i really don't know i'm like oh okay <laughs> i guess i don't know i don't even i came to this country when i was like four i don't remember anything prior to that like no, when i say nothing when i look at the pictures i'm like that's not me that that baby don't look like me they sent you the wrong child okay because my mother was here before i came right i was like they sent you the wrong child those baby pictures aren't me <laughs> i remember absolutely nothing yeah well probably because you didn't have any traumatic experiences that's, that's i guess why. not i guess not Maybe that's why that baby don't look like me because she was smiling and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to grow up. And then we grow up. Yeah, yeah, because because for me, like everything that I remember, like is not like not not a good memory. Like I remember stuff from like three and four. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember um, standing up and looking up to this person you know at four like looks like a giant and this person handed me like a twenty dollar bill you know the the red you know mm-hmm, them time mm-hmm, the, the big mm-hmm. red twenty dollar bill and that was the only time i've ever seen my father in my entire life and i remember that moment like it happened yesterday and i remember other yeah i remember other moments but all the moments that i remember wasn't necessarily good i think mm. i think one i think there's only one good thing that i remember when I was like four or five, I remember um, getting this this stocking, the, you know, the, the socks with um, stuff and, and being told that, oh, Santa Claus, leave this stuff for you. That's it. <laughs> That's my only memory. Good memory as a child. But yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting, huh? Louisiana. Okay. Believe it or not, stories again. Anybody here planning to move to Louisiana? Well, here's something you need to know or visit Louisiana. <laughs> Louisiana residents must now show ID to view porn online. Yeah. Residents in Louisiana will now need a government issued ID in order to enjoy their favorite porn hub categories. The requirements is <laughs> the requirement is in accordance with a new law known as Act 440. According to the regulation, which went into effect on January 1, people in the state must provide proof of their age in order to view adult content on sites such as Pornhub, RedTube, and XNXX. Lawmakers are looking to prevent minors from accessing websites that exceed 33.3% of pornographic content. Uh, In the past, when entering most adult websites, The domain would ask the users to verify their date of birth. Some sites only have a general question asking whether or not the user is 18. Moving forward, Louisiana residents looking to get their rocks off must provide actual proof of their digitized identification. Users can use apps such as LA Wallet on their smartphones to have their ID digitally stored on their phones and available to scan when using the websites. Republican Representative Lori Schlegel, and I hope that's how her name is pronounced, is one of the masterminds behind Act 440 and says this is also a way to hold porn companies liable for presenting harmful content to the youth. 
the law will allow parents to sue on behalf of their children. Minors are getting unlimited access to it on the internet. So, if pornography companies aren't going to be responsible, I thought we would hold them accountable. Schlegel is also a sex addiction therapist and says porn addiction is the root of a growing public health crisis. Democratic Representative Mandy Landry, on the other hand, says the new law is unconstitutional and likely unenforceable. Act 440 makes Louisiana the first U.S. state to implement age verification when viewing adult content online, but it likely will not be the last. California passed similar laws restricting minors' access. Last month in Washington, D.C., Senator Mike Lee of uh, Utah introduced a bill that would offer similar restrictions, but on a national level. So my question, what about OnlyFans? Because a lot seems to go on over on OnlyFans. I haven't checked it out yet, by the way. I have a major issue with this mm-hmm. because nobody needs to know what I'm looking at when I'm home alone. Mm. I understand having to put restrictions on things, right? But I don't think that I should have to scan my ID into some website that's going to sit and just have my information. I, I, I think maybe they should use the census because the census has who lives where and who's in whom house, right? So then you'll know that in this house, maybe this person is an adult and this person isn't an adult. I don't know, but I don't want my ID floating around on anything else that somebody can have access that they can steal my information. I'm sorry. And plus, I'm grown. (laughs) I'm grown, exactly. I don't want people knowing, again, what I'm watching in the privacy of my home. I agree. Yes, I'm putting it out there. I do watch it every now and again. Okay, I'm putting it out there. I, I, I love... I really wanted to hear that story, man. Damn, someone called me. Okay, so, which one? About hey, the porn? You're going to need, if you if you live in Louisiana, to be able to log on to sites like um, Pornhub, uh red tube or xnxx you will now have to um show your id you have to provide and actual proof of what? your digital it is to protect young people yeah oh yeah that's what i was thinking they they, they must have a large list of those people that's why but, that's but, the only thing I but here's the thing realistically will it stop young people from trying to access porn Let's be real about it. And successfully accessing porn. Let's be real. How successful will it be? Because people going to get to it however they choose, one way or another. Yeah, it seemed like a waste of legislation to me. Because, like, young people are, like... Because if, if you have a friend that lives somewhere, all you have to do is just say, you know, copy some stuff and send it through my WhatsApp or send it through my email or whatever, or they'll find ways to get it. And and sometimes even young people, um, a lot of young people, they're not looking at those stuff. They're doing like their own um, sex 
videos or whatever and, 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 and passing them around, sex tape and stuff like that. So they don't need to go on, online to get their stuff. Like They can get it over. So yeah, it's a waste of legislation to me. I understand the idea behind it, but it just seemed like a waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, just in, popping up, uh, courtesy of WSVN Miami, uh, Damar Hamlin is now breathing on his own. Yay! Thank you, Lord. I sent it to your IG page a few minutes ago. Oh, you did? Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't have my IG open. You know, I need to open it up. I didn't. I normally have the tab open, and I did not open it this morning on the desktop here. Let me go ahead. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, okay, messages. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy. That's good. Oh, yes, here it is, just in. Damar Hamlin's breathing tube has been removed, able to talk to family and his care team. Yes! God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Yep. Ah. Will um, this event force the NFL to revisit a lot of their strategies and so on and so forth. I hope it does. But yeah, you're right, Javette. Uh, that's them Republicans wasting money and time again. Yeah, they're so holy. You're going to tell me that no Republican watches porn or or, or any, when, when they were younger, never watched porn. They so holy, right? Mm. I'm not saying everybody has watched porn, folks. But yes, there are some people who have never watched porn. Um. In this day and age, I'm not sure. Um, in our age group and younger, who hasn't? Um, I don't know. That would be me. James, come off. Come off. Go about your business. <laughs> okay, James. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if you say so, James. Yeah, I, I don't need to watch porn. I am porn, so. Oh, okay, then. All right, then. See, I knew it was something else underlying to that. I knew it. <laughs> Lord, you don't want to know what's going through my mind. The frackinacle is real. <laughs> everything good for eat, good for talk. <laughs> yes, folks. So if you're planning to live in Louisiana or if you... <laughs> I'm sorry. Or if you... um have friends or family there please warn them yeah please warn them next up in believe it or not news funeral home owner who illegally sold hiv infected body parts gets 20 years in prison what the heck a former funeral home operator and her mother will spend years in federal prison after pleading guilty to charges stemming from illegally selling body parts. On Tuesday, Megan Hess received 20 years after pleading guilty to mail fraud and aiding and abetting related to the scheme. I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. The 46-year-old who operated the Montrose, Colorado Sunset Mesa funeral home with her mother Shirley Koch sold hundreds, not a few, hundreds of bodies or body parts to different research organizations without the family's consent. 
the recipients of the parts intended to use them for scientific purposes, though were unaware that the mother-daughter duo stole them. Hess and Koch were busted in 2020. Prosecutors believe the scheme was carried out between 2010 and 2018. Hess also started a non-profit organization called Sunset Mesa Funeral Foundation, which did business as donor services. This entity was a body broker service that also operated the funeral home. In certain cases, the recipients of the body parts requested samples that were HIV-free and clear of any other contagious disorders. To keep, to keep their clients satisfied, Messenkoch fabricated blood test results and delivered infected samples. And this is according to the indictment. Likely the most disturbing fact of all is that the woman took money from families for cremation services. When it was time to deliver the ashes, many times the grieving loved ones were unknowingly receiving the ashes of multiple deceased people. They took advantage of numerous victims who were at their lowest point given the recent loss of a loved one. Koch, who pleaded guilty to the same charges, received a 15-year prison sentence. Why only 15 and 20 years? Why That doesn't sound right to me. From 2010 to 2018, hundreds of bodies. You were illegally selling the entire body or parts of people's bodies? So question oh, when they when the when the they sold when they were telling families that they were giving um cremating their loved ones, what were they giving them as the cremated bodies? What were they just ashes? Yeah. That's that's of other people. <laughs> that's that, the thought of that is just that's that's asinine. I'm sorry, that's just absolutely crazy. At this point, I'll, I want to be cremated. Everybody knows that. Just dig a hole in my backyard, put me down in there, light the fire, and cremate me in the ground there. Nobody even care me going to my funeral home. Because you don't even know what the hell is going on. You don't even know if I'm going to be cremated. I may have been sold to some organization. My good, good bottom might end up on Smadale's bottom. Me no know. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I didn't want to laugh at that. <laughs> I really didn't want to laugh Sorry. at that. <laughs> we are so bad. Oh my god! You take everything I make. Oh, we have to to, to keep from crying. What else we can do? Can you imagine? Because I'm just thinking of all our family members who have been cremated, and you know. People have the family members, like the little necklace, the ashes in the necklace or the urn that they have on their mantles. Yeah. That's disgusting to think that it's possible that they would do something like that. I'm in the spirit world and I see my boobs on somebody. I'm like, whoa, I'm hold done. up. Goodbye. Those are my breasts right I mean, but how do you... So I want to be cremated too. But in all honesty, how do you know the ashes are ashes from a body how do you know the difference between body ashes and paper ashes or wood ashes or it, are we 
it's, it's not like you're opening the urn and looking at the ashes and can say, oh, wow, this is not a body. This is ash from paper. Sorry, not to cut you, but I was thinking, what if somebody mix up your thing with somebody else stuff? It happens. How do you want to tell the it happens. You know, uh, Javette, I don't know how you know the difference with the chemical breakdown. I don't know. I mean, I've heard that human ashes is like, they're like little granules. I don't know how true it is. You know what? Next time I go home, I need to go look at my father's urn. You know what? I, and I think I said this before. My uncle is ahead of a funeral thing here in Houston, but I never actually asked him about the business, but I'm really going to have to ask the question. Please do. Please do. I mean, my daddy, yeah, but don't mutilate me. Don't take advantage of me. Don't sell me. My loved ones want to know that what they're getting is me. Can you imagine? So, so for people who aren't um, cremated and it's time to bury them, what happens? What Do they switch out the body or something? Let us say you have a viewing, right? the night before and then the day in the church there is the viewing so sometime between leaving the church and getting to the cemetery they switch you out you don't even know how can we make sure that our loved ones are the one you know open that casket one more time as a matter of fact strip what do i have to do a strip search now to make sure legs are there everything is there that that's actually my partner i'm gonna have to yep turn the back over yep that's him that's it the, the mole is right there so that's him or he had a scar on his left leg so yep okay yeah that's him is that what we're gonna have to do now i mean nowadays you know how back in the day you used to stand there while they lower it and that you wait until they cover it nowadays yep. they can do that Oh, they don't do that anymore so you turn a lot back. of places i always wonder is the person really in the casket once you walk away lord have mercy and people are buried with their gold jewelry and you know all of that stuff this just don't make no sense none can we let the dead rest in peace please was it here was it on coffee until we had a conversation and they were saying like after a couple of years which one of you was saying after a couple of years to take your body out and recycle the the space this burial spot yeah yeah in jamaica dove cut so what i do with your body when i take up the skeleton what i'm doing it they pile them onto one and burn them on that note it's time for me to take a break i can't but i'm but 20 years uh seriously though is 20 years sufficient time for them no no 20 years is not sufficient they need to serve more time and when you think that they have been doing this for years from 2010 to 2018 it's not two bodies enough five bodies is hundreds of bodies you're selling are the people them body parts and these families don't know you're doing that did the article say anything about reimbursing the families no nothing nothing 
I'll make it easy on y'all. Just donate all your body organs and things when you die. Like Fan Up says, when I die, you can take everything you need. That way, no one steals anything from you. I'm being, I'm being, I'm being terrible. I'm sorry. No, you're not being terrible, but that seems like a the, the, a good recommendation. I mean, I renewed my I renewed my driver's license um, in September. And I removed the um, organ donor thing because, you know, if you meet an accident, they're not going to want to resuscitate you or try to resuscitate you because somebody's like, no, no, no. Mm -mm. You're going to resuscitate. That. Huh. Javette, At heard, least I hope they don't do that. I've heard some stories that if you have organ donor on your license and you're critical, they don't really go to the ends of the earth to try to save you. Because somebody, remember, there are people waiting for organs. They need heart, lung, liver, kidney. And they might need my vagina. I don't know. M Michelle. <laughs> Moments, play the music. Play the music. Hey, take a break. Take a break. It's time for a break. That's your vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Soon as you come over, it's over. I'ma lay you down right on my sofa. You drinking me mosas, peligrosa. Y yo me voy a dejarte un chin loca. Soon as you come over, it's over. Y yo quiero hacerte tantas cosas. You out de mi mosas, peligrosa. Así me gusta, eres sabrosa. Yo ser irrespetuoso, pero me tienes bien bella cosa y quiero ponerte a gritar. Ruidoso, eh. Tú te imaginas mi lengua divina comiéndote por todas las esquinas. Te que te empieza a latir la bajita. Ah, me gusta el acento de colombiana, pero la carita es venezolana, eh. Culo de RD, culo de cubana. Cuando arriba mi perico también gana, yeah. Peligrosa y más si se emborracha con mi moza. Hay que bailar, retaron la celosa. Ya tiro pa' adelante y rompiendo el challenge fue la más famosa. Quiero hacerte lo que tú me pidas Inventar posiciones que no te imaginas En mi boca será tu adrenalina Dime qué te opinas, yeah Soon as you come over, it's over Y yo voy a sentarlo en el sofá Que el drink en mi bolsa, peligrosa Y yo voy a dejarte bien loca Picheo tu teléfono y olvida la hora Que esta noche mami, soy yo quien te roba Desaparecemos y nos comemos mi alcoba Bellaquita, pero se hace la boba. Bebe y se pone peligrosa. Ella en la cama es otra cosa. Sus trambos son callados, sigilosa. Y todo lo prohibido se lo goza. Y yo con solo mirarte la piel se te eriza. Pa' bellaquear, tú solo me avisas. Yo te quiero ver, pero sin camisa. Báilame lento, que aquí no hay prisa. Si te quito la ropita. Just for you, Tasha. Yo. Soon as you come over, it's over. I'ma lay you down right on my sofa. You drinking me mosas, peligrosa. Y yo me voy a dejarte un chin loca. Soon as you come over, it's over. Y yo quiero hacerte tantas cosas. You out de mi mosas, peligrosa. Así me gusta, eres sabrosa. Yo ser irrespetuoso, pero me tienes bien bella cosa y quiero ponerte a gritar bien ruidoso. 
Dándote por todas las esquinas Hasta que te empieza a latir la bajita ah, Me gusta el acento de colombiana Pero la carita es venezolana eh. Culo de RD y el flow de cubana Cuando arriba mi perico también gana yeah. Peligrosa y más si se emborracha con mi moza Hay que bailar a Quiero hacerte lo que tú me pidas Inventar posiciones que no te imaginas En mi boca será tu adrenalina Dime qué te opinas, yeah Soon as you come over, it's over Y yo voy a sentarme en el sofá Que creen que mi moza, peligrosa Happy Friday, everyone Teléfono y olvida la hora Que esta noche más Thank you so much for tuning in to the show, Coffee and Toe Today it's all about reggaeton music in the Friday mix. Just having a good time. Let me just go ahead and say feliz viernes. Bienvenidos a todos. Gracias por sintonizar el programa. Hoy se trata de la música reggaetón. Vamos a pasar un buen rato. Gracias por escuchar online. Chanoradio.com y QMZRadio.com yeah them, them mimosas can be real dangerous folks real dangerous love them but they don't love me thank you so much to everyone listening online QMZRadio.com, the quality music zone for quality music while you work or play. Keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. I'm ready for the weekend. I hope you are too. Hope no one has to work tomorrow or Sunday. Coming up after the music break, we have entertainment news. Keep it locked. Si tu boca quiere eso y tu cuerpo quiere eso, arreglamos. Si tu 
tú quieres un atajo y lo quieres por abajo, yo te llevo bien callado. Vente pa' acá, vente pa' acá, vente pa' acá. Says Ricky Martin featuring Maluma. Vente pa'ca. Coming up, we have Nicky Jam. Four minutes before the top of the hour. I don't know why it's stuck at 65 degrees here in Miami. Not good. We need somebody to turn the heat on for us. Take us to 75. I can live with that. What are the temperatures where you are? So, you know what? Let me not be ungrateful. Thank you everyone on Clubhouse. Thank you so much for being here with me. Clubhouse is where the conversation happens if you want to be a part of the Clubhouse group. If you don't already have the app, go ahead and download it and join us. Just search for Coffee Into, T-O-E. Search for the club and join us here. Monday. The 9th, yes, the days are going by. Monday, the 9th of January, 10 p.m. Eastern. Days After Dark returns for Season 5 of Real Relationship Talk. Go ahead and set those alarms. Got time for one more before I have to get back to business. We have the R. Kelly story, the flashy Brooklyn pastor story, Gabriel Union, and Michael Blackson. Somebody like me I'm coming now, follow my lead I may be crazy, don't mind me Say boy, let's not talk too much Grab on my waist and put that body on me I'm coming now, follow my lead I'm coming now, follow my lead mm-hmm. I'm in love with the shape of you We push and pull like a magnet do. Although my heart is falling too I'm in love with your body And last night you were in my room I bet you smell like you Every day discovering something brand new oh, I'm in love with your body
somebody like me well, Come on now, follow my lead I may be crazy, don't mind me Thank you to all the listeners logged on on QMCRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee Into, World News On The Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at MeMediaMoments. On Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me underscore media. And you can also catch me on TikTok, moments with me media. And the me and everything is M.I. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Ed Sheeran for the remix. Come on, be my baby, come on. 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 Come on, be my baby. All right, thank you so much. And it's time for us to get back to business. First up on the entertainment scene, Michael Blackson wants to give students a chance to be great. With a free school in Ghana. Story courtesy of BolaAlert.com. So, Michael Blackson has opened the doors to his new school in Ghana that will offer students free tuition. The comedian and actor was present for the ribbon-cutting ceremony on Tuesday that took place in the town of Agona Saba, and I hope I said that right, where Blackson spent much of his childhood years before migrating with his family to Philadelphia. Performances, speeches, and several activities marked the festive grand opening of the school called the Michael Blackson Academy. The Blackson Academy consists of three stories. It will offer an assortment of classes focusing on academics, arts, and comedy for elementary and junior-aged children who wish to follow in his footsteps. While this may be a surprise to many, the school has been in the works for years. Construction began in 2020 and was completed in December 2022. Students will be welcomed later this month. In an Instagram reel showing the school's grand opening, Blackson expressed his excitement about the academy finally being completed. He wrote in the caption, I finally accomplished what I always wanted to do in my life, which is giving these children a chance to be great. Congratulations. Blackson is no stranger to giving back. In 2019, he participated in Monster's charity basketball game. Over the years, he has partaken in many other charitable causes and lent his platform to several pressing matters, such as the lack of feminine products readily available for young girls in his native country. Good job, Michael Blackson. We applaud you, and we hope that everyone will take advantage of the opportunity that has been made available. So, Gabrielle Union admits she felt entitled to infidelity during first marriage because she said, I was paying all the bills. Story courtesy of Ball Alert. And this is the conversation we're going to be having on Monday night. Roles. Yep, R-O-L-E-S. Yep. 
Gabrielle Union has opened up about her first marriage to former football player Chris Howard. The Being Mary Jane actress appeared on the Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard podcast on Monday, and the actress admitted that her first marriage was just dysfunctional from day one. She admits that she was not faithful in the marriage, and neither was Howard. In our first marriage, neither one of us felt like the marriage should get in the way of our dating. Hmm. She continued, A part of it was like keeping up with his activities, like, oh, that's what you're doing? You're going to feel this one. And I just felt entitled to it as well. After all, I was paying all the bills. I was working my ass off and I felt like that's what comes. The spoils of riches. She then attributed infidelity to how her dad broke down things. Like my dad before me, whoever has the most gets to do whatever the hell they want is what I thought. It was just dysfunctional from day one. Union and Howard met at a party in 1999 in Florida and wed in 2001, though the two did not separate until four years later in 2005. The LA's finest actor says they should never have moved out of the dating phase and got married. Even the therapist asked how Union and Howard made it past the dating stage, and she said she should probably look for a way to amicably dissolve because you have not one thing in common. No morals, no value. Wow. Union, of course, we now know, is married to ex-NBA player Dwayne Wade, with whom she shares a four-year-old daughter, Cavia. She's also stepmother to Wade's three children from a previous uh, relationship, or relationships, rather. Um, so this is something that has been swirling around the, the idea right of women thinking it's okay that because they make more money they're the one paying the bills that automatically they're free to do whatever they want and the man has no say is that how it's supposed to be so i know we're going to talk about this on monday i listened to the interview Mm -hmm. and I didn't receive it the way everybody is receiving it. All right. Talk to us. Because basically she said that he was doing his own thing first. Mm -hmm. And since she saw what he was doing, she decided, well, since I'm paying on the bills, I guess I should do it too. A lot of people are saying that she's just purporting that you make all the money, you do what you have to do. But I didn't actually receive that in the interview. So I yield there. Okay. Anyone else? And I'll answer the question on Monday night. (laughs) (laughs) Does a woman... So what is of concern to me? I don't care about the infidelity. That's not my business. What I... what. What matters to me is the dynamic that happens in a relationship when a woman is making more than a man. Or things will be going fine and then 
the man hits hard times and then the woman is the one carrying the basket for a little bit but now she feels um what, what's the right term to use <laughs> i don't want to say superior but she feels as though she's in control it should what she says goes you can't argue with her you can't tell her what she can do from what she can't do how dare you now um i'm gonna give you <laughs> why, why is tasha say that and making me think of um a tiktok video that i did a reenactment for it's cool when they do it but it's a problem but i do it <laughs> but um yeah so there's someone we know um a couple there's never should have got married to begin with never should have got married dysfunctional if you ask me the woman got married because she just wanted to have a husband he got married because he needed stability in, in terms of somewhere to live. So the marriage got off to the wrong foot. Granted, they knew each other years, 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 right? Um, the wife has had down times and where she's not working. And the husband has never complained. He did, took care of everything, made sure the home was taken care of, she's taken care of, bills are paid, all of that. He did everything. She took the opportunity. Of course, his credit was better. So she refinanced the house, added him to it, took money out of it. Now the tables have turned. She was able to pay off her bills, so her credit is now up. Now the tables have turned. Things are slow for him. He's not bringing in as much. Right? Um, now she is the one wanting him to go. It's time for you to go. I'm not happy. I don't want you here anymore. not wanting to help him the way he helped her. He's now a burden, but he never considered her a burden when things were down for her. He needs to go. And I've heard of these situations over and over and over again, where men are complaining they put the woman through school. The woman has got the degree. And all of a sudden, she's too good for him. She's tired of him. He's out of her league. Oh, yeah, or she's out of his league. Whatever, however you want to put it. And she gives up the very best thing she ever had. Because friends or family are saying, okay, it's time to move on now. Mm, you know, you're better than that now. Why am I going to for you anymore? You're making more money. You're enjoying it. I've heard men complain. Many men have complained that they will go to the ends of the earth for their woman or their wife. They will take on two jobs, three jobs, just to make sure she's okay. But the minute... Things get shaky with him. 
she's gone and again i'm not i'm leaving the infidelity out of the equation because i'm not talking about infidelity i'm just talking about money and relationships finance and relationships and i'm not gonna say a man should use the fact that he makes the money to control the woman either i'm not here for that i'm not going to support that i'm not going to promote that that because you make the money you you automatically get to say and do as you like in a relationship no respect is a two-way street relationships are give and take you respect me i respect you we respect this relationship together well that's how I think, at least. But I want to talk about the concern that men have. Where did this come from? Where did this idea come from? That the minute he's on hard times or the minute I am making more than him, I'm going to disrespect him. I'm going to treat him however, and he can't say nothing, or I'm going to just dispose of him. Where did that mindset come from? When, when, excuse me, when was it, did it become the norm to remove respect out of relationships? So why are people getting married? Why are you getting into a relationship? If you're not prepared to deal with the downtimes, why get into a relationship? Nothing stays up forever. Life is a cycle. Think about why you want a man or why you want a woman. Your real reason for getting into a relationship before you embark on that journey. Both men and women, my advice, do not get into relationships for the wrong reasons. It doesn't make sense to upset someone's life for so many years for selfish gain. It's selfishness. Oh, he can give me the house, the car, da-da-da, so yeah, I'm going to hook up with him. And I know the kids will come out looking this way, so I'm going to hook up with him. And then as soon as you get what you want, bam, you're gone. Likewise, men. Oh, yeah, she looked good on my arm. Or whatever the reason is you take her on. Oh, yeah, I have somebody to clean my house. Do my laundry. I really love her. But I'm going to keep her around because she's able to do those things for me. Why are we doing that in relationships? Isn't a relationship supposed to be a partnership where you both agree to be there for each other? I don't know. I probably, I don't know. I really don't know. When you're using somebody, would you want them to use you? Do, are we taking people's feelings into consideration anymore? You know, yesterday we talked about um, the story with the 72 year old that committed suicide and a word that came up in the conversation is listening are we listening when you meet someone are you listening to the things that they're saying 
and using what they're saying as a guide as to whether you should pursue or you know what walk away or are we just ignoring because we're so focused on the material things we're not worried about morals values we're not worried about how we can um let's have a conversation hey what would you do in this situation if this were to come up we're not having those conversations I look at weddings all over the um, internet, IG, Pinterest, TikTok. Why are people really getting married? Is it for the show boating or is it because they really love the person? Sometimes I sit back and I'm looking at them and I'm like, people seem to be more fascinated with the idea of the wedding more than the marriage. Thousands of dollars spent. Beautiful, lavish, lavish. When I say lavish, I've seen some things and I'm like, damn. It's like buying a house to put on the damn wedding ceremony. For what? To be the talk of the town? Why are we really getting into relationships? What's your reason for getting into a relationship? What's your reason for wanting a relationship? Think about those things. If you're in a relationship and you, you have stumbled, that's okay. Get up, dust yourself off, and both of you decide how you're going to move forward. Either you're going to move forward together or you're going to move forward apart. But it's the two of you. You can't be willing to forgive and not be forgiving either. Huh. You can't want forgiveness and not be willing to forgive. Now, don't forget that part. It's okay if I do it, but it's a problem if you do it. Mm -mm, doesn't work that way either. So, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a marriage, I want you to think long and hard as to the reason why you're in it. Are you there for the right reasons? And if you're looking to get into a relationship, I would implore you to think about your real reason for wanting to be in a relationship. Is it just to say, I have a man? I have a woman? And when you get into these relationships, who is at the helm of your relationship? Is it your mother, your father, your friends? your sister, your brother? Is it social media? Who is telling you how to run your relationship? Think about those things. And yes, we are going to have the conversation Monday night when we can really get into it. Yeah. Think about why you want a relationship. Teflon, good morning. Listen, I, I'm going to send you my bill. Um, I'm going to send you my, I'm going to have to sign up at the gym because what you did is just wrong. You can't be showing all that food, have me putting on weight just by looking at it. So, um, yeah, I'm going to send you the bill. Thank you, Teflon. I don't need you to respond. Just telling you in advance. 
But yeah, think, folks, think. All right, next story. Flashy Brooklyn pastor Bishop Lamore Whitehead. <laughs> Challenges. Who is Uncle Murdo? Never heard about him. Don't know who Uncle Murdo is, but anyway. So he challenged Uncle Murdo after he claimed his feelings were hurt and how he wants to throw on the boxing gloves. In a 15-minute video, the bishop went out to explain how he felt murder threw him under the bus during his 2022 wrap-up. He said, I'm from Brooklyn, and we do things differently. Bishop said, I really don't like what you said. You hurt my feelings. I thought we were brothers. So apparently, Uncle Murder accused the troubled pastor of stealing money from his members, which he vehemently denies. The bishop said he wanted to put the gloves on and get in the ring with Murder. He said, ask 50 Cent to put the bag behind you. We Christian, not punks or sissies. We tent toes down over here. Furthermore, Bishop said, the Bible says clearly that I'm anointed to lay hands um can pastors go back to pastoring or bishops go back to bishoping because clearly they don't know what their job is they don't know what their assignment is they they have it all confused really anyway r kelly docuseries reveals he silenced leah's family with nda following marriage annulment sold them the rights to his first three albums in exchange how do you do that as a parent, how do you bargain, make that kind of bargain? But, um, yeah, more skeletons are coming, about, coming out about R. Kelly since the release of the final chapters of Surviving R. Kelly. The final installments of uh, Lifetime's Surviving R. Kelly aired this week and revolved around the R&B singer's 2022 federal trial in which the NDA was used as evidence. The last episode explored the imprisoned singer's controversial marriage to a then 15-year-old Aaliyah. It was revealed that R. Kelly silenced the late songstress and her family following the annulment of the marriage with a non-disclosure agreement. Aaliyah was Jane Doe number one in the trial. When the couple secretly married in 1994, Aaliyah's age was misrepresented on the marriage license, listing her as being 18. Her parents declared the union null and void in February 1995. In surviving R. Kelly, individuals close to both R. Kelly and Aaliyah revealed new details about the alleged legal agreement between R. Kelly and Aaliyah's family. Jem Pratt, R. Kelly's former security guard and childhood friend, appeared in the docuseries claiming that Aaliyah's father was furious about the union and forced the annulment. Pratt also claimed that the family entered into a legal agreement with R. Kelly, stating they would not press charges against him for the illegal marriage once it was dissolved. In exchange, R. Kelly sold them the rights to his first three albums. Kelly was finally charged with several crimes in September of 2021 after years of accusations and rumors about sexual assault and misconduct with minors. The NDA Kelly used against Aaliyah was also included in his New York trial in 2022. The document was discovered by writer Jim Derogatis, I, I'm not sure, who broke the story, story of R. Kelly's sexual abuse more than two decades ago. 
The use of NDAs in sexual harassment cases has grown to be a contentious topic, underscoring the power disparity that results from the offender uh, or businesses silencing victims through compelled legal papers. He still faces charges in other states. Um, is that what we do with our children? We're, so, okay, you force the annulment. But then you turn around and say, yeah, 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 I'll take that in exchange for what you did. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably wired wrong. My head isn't thinking right. Others may think it was reasonable. I don't know. What are your thoughts? But to me, it's like you're selling your child in a way. Give. Go ahead, Teflon. I was just going to say, can you hear me? Yes, sure. Yeah, it's just like sex trafficking, isn't it? It is. It is. Go ahead, Javette. I was going to say, I understand the NDA part because you may not want people to hear the full story of what happened. And she was underage at the time. The money part, I don't even really know because she... I don't remember if she was signed to R. Kelly or she was just working with R. Kelly. I don't know if the money was part of the music side and not the unlawful marriage side. You, you never really know the true story, but I understand the NDA part. Hmm. Yeah, I understand that part of it. Sorry, what's, what's the NDA? Non-disclosure agreement. So it silences you. You can't talk about anything. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you something. She loved big man long time. Because after him, didn't she move, didn't she move on to Damon Dash? What was the age gap between them? It was a, a lot. A lot of years. So she loved big man. Did so, they, did they, did her, sorry Marlon, go ahead, you go ahead. No, 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 I'm just, I was just going to say, oh, good morning everyone. Now I was just going to say, yeah, she, that's what she loves. And to Miss Javette answer, the question is, no, she, she wasn't signed to R. Kelly. Um, but I think they were working together on some stuff, I think. Uh, she she was signed to Damon Dash though for a little while. So whatever label he had, I think it was um, I forgot the name of it now. Yeah. But that's something she loves. It's a grown man. Um, and at the end of the day, I think she was what fifteen, sixteen. Uh, fifteen. She was fifteen when she got married to Ari Kelly. You know, so um, that's what she loves, and the parents. 
But Marlon, ask, let me ask a question. How did she end up meeting R. Kelly at such a very young age? I don't know. <laughs> He's in the industry, and everybody's in the industry. So yeah, is this is this is this through music, isn't it? Maybe, um, yeah, it's just through music. Um, we probably signed her, or probably promised um, to give her a deal because that's what he did with the other girls. So yeah, I'm sure that's how they met. So, so let me ask you a question, Teflon. Because I'm sure he met her before 15. So let's say you have your 14-year-old daughter. And your 14-year-old daughter says, you know what? I want to get into the music business. I want to be a singer. You, she has talent. Beautiful. Are you going to just hand her over and leave her in a studio with all these grown-ass men? Of course not. I'd be like the bodyguard. I'll be with her every moment okay. <laughs> yeah and that's what that's what a lot of the parents weren't doing i think there was doing it with the other i'm not sure about Leah, but with um the other girls he and um, the parents were protective at, at the beginning and then those those with her all the way and then i think eventually i don't know i don't know what happened but they started falling back slowly so i don't know if it's the money maybe that's when um, he started, he started um, poaching poach them with money. But I think even up to then, the dad was... I can't remember the name of the girl, but what, um, the girl's dad was um, very reluctant. I think the mum was the one that was like more comfortable leaving the daughter at the studio. And But the dad was very reluctant. But I think as time went on, he kind of he, he felt back and back and back and then eventually they just left her so it's weird man it's weird like even even if they even if they offered him a lot of money it's not right man if that was me i'd, I'd be the bodyguard like from the beginning to the end yeah you know what i mean yeah but i think it it's probably the old school, old school mentality i think back then that's i think people were, were like that back then like parents a bit reckless and it was all money driven as well it's all about money mm -hmm. yeah so can we blame r kelly alone no we i think we've said this here that he is not in this alone it's just that he has taken the fall parents what are you doing to your children are you parenting or are you cashing in? All money ain't good money. And usually studio time is usually when, folks? No night. Hmm? No usually night time? Not all the time. Okay. Not all the time. I think, I think you do have night sessions, but... They have daytime as well. They have daytime. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I tell you something. If I have my child and I'm bringing my child to a studio and the people in the studio tell me I can't come in, well, neither can my child. I can't stay, well, neither can my child. Oh, we're going on something out of town, but you can't come. Well, neither can my child. 
sorry darling sorry to break your heart but they say mommy can't go so guess what you can go because my job is to protect you and parents know when their children are damn attractive they know you're not blind and their parents who capitalize off their children's beauty yeah you know what it's going to be easier for you to get it because you're easier on the eye they're going to like you and they put their children in these predicaments knowing damn well what they're doing some of them may not be comfortable with it at first but after a while when the money starts rolling in they shut up it is a form of sex trafficking and i'm sorry but if i were her parents and i forced the annulment and the annulment happened i don't want your money i don't want anything to do with you keep your damn records i don't want it keep the rights to your first three albums i don't want it annul this marriage cut ties you never existed and keep it moving i'm sorry someone opened their mic i was i was just wondering um was this a trend do you think this was a trend back then because it looks like um a lot, a lot of the um the people in, in that industry in the music and the film industry um in that era it looks like it was a thing that was happening all the time so i don't know if that was a trend because uh, all the people that have been again convicted now um going to jail like it was all within that era do you, do you think that was like a trend it's quite then? possible it could have been um teflon it's quite possible it is quite possible you know because it was yeah i think it was it was hard to get record deals like if you were like an honest deal like it was really possible you have to you have to do like especially with the young girls they had to do something to get somewhere it's not like now because now i'm i'm sure it still exists but i'm sure i think now because people there's a lot of convictions people um that they're making examples of a lot of, a lot of um people so i think honest um channels of making an industry right now than before yeah. so uh, my daughter really needs to she really needs that break and it's, it's impossible to, to to get there so yeah let's 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 just <laughs> do what it takes yeah for, to get there and it's just really sad it is really sad. sad it is sad oh boy um let this be a lesson and me other parents and family members and young folks who want to get into the business learn from this may those who lead who are industry leaders learn from this as well think about your own children would you want them going through that and not to go off too much on a tangent but here's something that has come upon my mind many times <laughs> god forgive me for that one boy but I always wonder why you have one bugger man always a follow behind male entertainers. 
It happens in rap. It happens in dancehall. Why you always have this one string of man behind? Why you need all them man behind you for? Like they, they make you feel like you're somebody. <laughs> and then and then the entrants, they obviously they, they want to get paid as well because they want handouts, they want money, they want to be in, on the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> but yet they are the same ones, the Falabaka people are the same ones who so say the man can't take me for idiot. The man can't do this to me. But you hitch up on the man as daylight. You run gun on the man yard. And you stay there till night come down. I don't get it. What's with this falling back a man? So I'm going to just leave that right there. But um. Because hmm. 20 man around here and none of them no work. Not what, what them do. Just pass a box food gear. Or run go buy a liquor if that you want. Or them hold the door. Really, you need me. Don't want them bag of people there behind me, but I always wondered about it in rap, dancehall, reggae. You always see it one whole entourage. For what you say, you're not love, man, but my question that can you jump out of your bed with your girl and run gone to the man and you stay the whole day with the man. But anyway, let me keep it moving. In news out of <laughs> news out of North America. This one is so sad. A rising star in Connecticut politics dies in a collision with a wrong way driver. Story courtesy of NPR.org. A Connecticut state representative considered a rising political star was killed when a wrong way driver crashed head on into his vehicle early Thursday morning as he returned from the governor's inauguration ball, state police said. The other driver also died. Quentin Williams, a 39-year-old Democrat from Middletown, excuse me, died in the crash that also happened just hours after he was sworn in for a third term. His death came as a huge shock to friends and colleagues who had just seen the newly minted co-chairman of the General Assembly's Labour and Public Employees Committee on Wednesday, opening day of the 2023 legislative session. Williams had dreams of eventually running for higher office. He previously served as co-chairman of the legislature's housing committee. That is so sad. State police said Williams was driving southbound on Route 9 in Cromwell, heading toward Middletown, when he was struck head-on by a vehicle going the wrong way shortly after 12.30 a.m. His car then burst into flames, troopers said. Cromwell is about 14 miles south of Hartford, where the governor's inaugural ball was held. Authorities identified the wrong-way driver as Kimeda Mustafage, I think I pronounce, I hope I pronounced it right, 27, of Manchester, Connecticut, who also died in the collision. No other people were involved. Uh, the cause of the crash, including whether alcohol or drugs were involved, was under investigation. And condolences have poured in from both sides of the political aisle. So unfortunate. Young man, his life cut short. Um, we've had quite a few. Go ahead, Marlon. Go right ahead. Something I can't understand. I understand when you're drunk and stuff. You don't. Some people don't know what they're doing or on drugs. But for, just as even last night when I was coming home, they had a sign up on the highway 
someone going the wrong way, be careful. And cops was out there looking for the person. Thank God I wasn't in that path of that person. Hopefully he got off and didn't hurt anybody. But something must tell you you're going the wrong way because you see lights coming out. And it happened to me more than once where I see people coming or going the wrong way on the highway and you just have to move out the way and they and they flying down the highway. And I'm I'm always wonder, don't you realize you got a million cars coming at you and you're the only car going that way? Why don't you just pull over? You keep going. I, I never could understand this. And I always say they probably need to put up it happened in Miami a lot. A lot in Miami, a yep. But people die every year from the wrong way crashing Miami a lot. Mm-hmm. And I always say, why don't just put up a barrier or something, a metal barrier, a rocks or, or big stones or something to block the other, so people can't get on that way. Get on the other way, yeah. Okay, we have to do something. It's been going on a lot. But... Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what FDOT is gonna do about it down here. I really don't know if they care to do anything about it. I hope they do. But trust me, every month there is a story about a wrong way crash that results in the death of someone on these highways. Just a couple months ago on eight twenty six, this person he was drunk. And he killed five people, five girls in one car. Yes, I remember that story. Went on the wrong way, and and he's still alive. Mm-hmm. And he, five people, five girls in their twenties in one car. Yeah. Leaving a club, and he was drunk. You know, I don't know. It, it's, I don't know. They need to do something. They really do. So unfortunate. Um, thank you, Marlon. So remember we spoke about this story yesterday the family of eight that was found shot dead in utah and i said this sounds like murder suicide well here's an update to the story courtesy of cnn um a family of eight found shot to death wednesday inside their home in enoch city utah died by murder suicide according to a news release from the city manager rob dotson evidence suggests that the suspect took his own life after killing seven others in the home. Dotson identified the suspect as Michael Haight, 42. The two adult victims were his wife, Tasha, or Tosha, 40, and her mother, Gail, 78. The other victims were the couple's five children, ages 7, 12, seven-year-old girls and a seven- and four-year-old boy. Um, I saw a report, I didn't click on it because I was reading and it popped up, that his wife had asked him for a divorce. I don't know how true that is. I'm going to have to follow that up. But if that is the case, is that a reason to kill off everybody? I understand that it's hard news to hear. You think, you know, you want to keep your family together. You hear that it's hard. Um, But is this the answer? Is this the answer? 
killing the entire family and then killing yourself. Those poor children didn't ask to be here. But you know, a lot of men have an issue with another man taking care of their kids. So if it's true, where he, you know she wanted a divorce, in the back of his head, he don't want another man taking care of his kids. A lot. Don't be surprised. A lot of men don't like. Yeah, well. Yeah, for another man taking care of their kids, and the other child, kids call the other man daddy, especially <laughs> at a young. Some man. Yeah, but that boy. Yeah, but the, uh, the, that will happen if if he step in as a as a father. Something that will happen. Yeah, but Marlon, he could still take care of his kids, even if he's not in the home, huh? Yeah. Uh, so you That's prefer true. to kill them? I mean... Yeah, that, what he did was dumb and stupid. I think he was just rage and jealousy. Or he probably say, you know, nobody's going to have you. So I'm going to just do it and get it, get over it. It's possible. Yeah, it's, I, I don't... That's I don't. madness, brother. It's just stupid, you know, what he did, but... Okay. I would... Yeah. I mean, he, he did it the opposite. He should kill himself first That's and then try to kill exactly. him after. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that. Uh, I always say, kill yourself first and then kill everybody else after. Yeah, what he did was stupid. He should not kill the whole family. It's just, wow. I don't know. He, he's worked out a whole entire generation. I just find it's really difficult to look at your kids and kill them. Bro, like, this is... I don't know how distra- I don't care how distraught you are, but to to kill your kids, I could understand. Okay, you, the woman is not good, but okay, you kill. The, but your kids, man, young kids like that, you look at them and kill them. Nah, Jed. Nah. Even when you're angry, and you look at the kids. I should make you calm down, Jed. Exactly. So I don't. I don't get it. I don't either. I can never understand it. How anybody kills their child. What's going through your mind? And again, here comes the conversation about emotional intelligence, self-control. How do you do that? Shoot your five children, you know. So after you shoot the first one, something tell us stop. You shoot the second one, nothing says to you, no, 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 don't do this. You kill all five of your children you kill her mother you kill your wife and then you save yourself for last um our next story cuban migrants arrive in florida to uncertain future Story courtesy of the Associated Press, Yoandri Sanchez arrived in the Florida Keys just before sunrise Thursday with 22 other Cubans in a makeshift motorized raft they built themselves. Their 100-mile journey from the communist island across the dangerous Florida Straits began on New Year's Eve and was interrupted by heavy rain that forced them to take shelter on a small deserted island for a couple of days. But after six days, they finally made it, and Sanchez was overcome with joy. Sanchez said, we came to work and to help our families in Cuba. He is among more than 4,400 migrants, mostly Cubans, with some Haitians, 
who have arrived by boat in Florida since August as those two countries face deepening and compounding political and economic crisis. Amid the influx in Florida and a much bigger one in Texas, the Biden administration announced new immigration rules on Thursday. Sanchez was waiting to receive documents at a Border Patrol office in the Keys that will allow him to enter the U.S. and work, at least for now, because Washington and Havana do not have diplomatic relations, there is no way for the U.S. government to send him and other Cubans back. He has family in Florida who can help him, but he left behind his parents, his wife, two brothers, and two grandsons. What matters is that we are already here, said Sanchez, who began crying. Just hours after Sanchez and his group arrived, President Joe Biden signaled a tougher stance on migrants coming from Cuba, Haiti, and Nicaragua, saying it would immediately start turning people from those countries who crossed the U.S.-Mexico border illegally, as it has done with Venezuelans. However, it was not immediately clear what impact this would have on migrants who arrive in Florida. Those who are stopped at sea are already taken back. Cuba will accept those. Almost 8,000 Cubans and Haitians have been interdicted since August, about 50 per day, compared with 17 per day in the 2021-2022 fiscal year and just two per day during the 2020-2021 fiscal year. Officials said at least 65 migrants have died at sea since August. So, the wet foot, dry foot is still in effect, then, right, Marlon? No, it's not. Well, it's not not right now. No. But they're not returning him. He's being released to family here. Um, I know they took it away, but you know, there's <laughs> well, I've talked to people, and there's ways around stuff here. Mm. But what I need to watch um, is the speech Biden made yesterday. I didn't see it, but I saw a clip of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to lie on him, but what I get from the clip, he's going to try to help Venezuelans, Cubans, and another country, give them some ways to stay here, but nothing about the Haitians. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me read down in the article. Uh, As part of its new policy announced on Thursday, the U.S. government said, and this is courtesy of um, the Associated Press via WSVN Miami. Okay, as part of its new policy announced on Thursday, the U.S. government said it will accept 30,000 people per month from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela who arrive legally, have eligible sponsors, and pass background checks. There you go. Okay, uh, my bad, sir. I didn't hear that part. <laughs> Sorry about that, <laughs> but they have to arrive legally. So is that thirty thousand from each country, or thirty thousand um, amalgamated? Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela. Total. Total. Okay. All right. So Ra- Ramon Raúl Sánchez with the Cuban American group Movimiento Democracia said the Biden administration's new policies like trying to use a broken umbrella 
to not get rained on. He said the real problem is the Cuban government, whose actions prompt Cubans to flee their country. Now, he said he worries even more Cubans may risk their lives by taking to the sea to reach the U.S. instead of flying to Central America and coming by land. But this week, didn't I say we need the leaders to sit down? and come up with a plan so this no longer happens. The 85, what, 65 or 85 lives? What did I say? What number? Whatever. Even if it's one life that was lost trying to come through the Florida Straits, one life too many. So they need to meet and see what they can do. Um, Nicaragua, okay, good. But weren't Nicaragua, Cuba, and Haiti, um, I'm sorry, Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela, weren't they left out of the Summit of the Americas last year? They were left out. And I remember saying it was foolish to leave them out and they should have been included. So I hope that in the next one, they will be included so that the Americas as a whole can come up with ideas and solutions to ease um, folks risking their lives need to fix the problems that exist in Cuba, in Haiti, in Nicaragua, and in Venezuela. There needs to be a problem-solving sit-down with fixes that are realistic so that people can feel safe in their countries and people can find jobs and whatever to be successful in their countries. And then if they choose to leave, it's not because of the threat um, against their lives or poverty. None of that. All right. So we continue to keep our fingers crossed and hope that they will do something about it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we have stories out of Latin America and the Caribbean corner. All right. And we also have some international news. Your friend um, is back in the news again. Prince Harry reveals he killed 25 in Afghanistan according to the British media. So we have that to talk about as well. This is Romeo Santos and Rosalia. Lucy. Estoy por Cigarrillo me acompaña al abismo Igual que tú no tengo suerte en el amor Amar a ciegas te quita poder Por el riesgo al corazón dañando sentimientos Luna se marchó a las seis y veinticuatro Yo dormida de mi no se despidió Y hoy derramo cada lágrima en tu pecho And if you remember, uh, Rosalía appeared on the Rolling Stones 200 um, yeah, our li- what you call it? singers, performers, yeah, the list. Escuchas. 
Logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Remember, for quality music while you work or play, keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Thank you also to everyone listening online on JanoRadio.com. Download that Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores, Jano Radio. Take us on the go. want to join the conversation we invite you to join us on clubhouse this is where the conversation happens thank you to my clubhouse crew Jano.com. It is all-inclusive Saturdays that kicks off at 12 o'clock with DJ Trouble. And then at 4 p.m. it's Blazing Saturdays with DJ Simple. Come 7 o'clock, Freestyle Saturday. Yeah, with Mix Master Kavon. So log on, keep it logged on for that party vibe. Cuando baila quiere que todo el mundo la vea I like you boom boom girl Con calma Yo quiero ver como ella lo menea Me pese boom boom girl Tiene adrenalina y mete la pista Penteame lo que sea I like you boom boom girl Ya hey, vi que estás solita Acompáñame La noche de nosotros tú lo sabes 
And I certainly am. And if you have to work, don't work too hard. And if you're not working, do something you've never done before. Hit that reset button. I'm gonna just squeeze in this last one and then we get back to business. Sufrimiento que te hace llorar. A mí no me importa que vivas con él, porque sé que mueres con poderme ver, mujer. ¿Qué vas a hacer? Decídete para ver si te quedas o te vas. Si no, no me busques más. Si te vas, yo también me voy. Si me das, yo también te doy. Thank you for this one, Enrique Iglesias. Duele el corazón. Now it's time for us to get back to business, and we're starting off with news out of Latin America. First story, um, U.S. unveils new border curbs for Haitians, Cubans, and Nicaraguans, courtesy of AlJazeera.com. The United States will begin turning back migrants and refugees from Nicaragua, Haiti, and Cuba who try to enter the country without permits at the border with Mexico. That's the White House announcement, which, of course, is now drawing condemnation from rights groups. 
The White House said on Thursday that it would accept as many as 30,000 people per month from the three countries along with Venezuela and give them two-year work authorization, provided they have sponsors in the U.S. and pass background checks. All right? So, there you have it. Uh, world's most wanted people smuggler arrested in Sudan, also courtesy of Al Jazeera. An Eritrean fugitive accused of being the world's most wanted people smuggler has been arrested in Sudan, and that was done in coordination with UAE authorities, according to Interpol. Kidane, not going to try the other names, I think you all know me by now, or Kidani, has been accused of being a smuggling kingpin running a camp in Libya where hundreds of East African migrants seeking passage to Europe were allegedly kidnapped, raped, and extorted. Uh, He is the subject of two Interpol red notices by Ethiopia and the Netherlands and was arrested on January 1 by Sudanese police. The Eritrean on Interpol's radar since 2019 earned a reputation for particularly cruel and violent treatment of migrants, Interpol said. And as I'm reading that story, I'm glad they caught him because, you know, you see movies and, you know, art sometimes imitates life. And I'm like, you know, it's really sad how people are treated. But um, Teflon, I hope you can speak. That street that you went, okay, good. That street you went down in Naples, where they have a lot of Senegalese food. Is that a strong African community? Do they have a lot of African um, immigrants there? Yeah, very, very strong. Uh, I was really surprised, actually, because um, I just thought, I thought Naples was, like, strictly Italian, but that that part of it, um, Naples, there's so many, there's a lot of Africans. There's, um, there's Moroccans. You've got the black Moroccans. Mm-hmm. And then you've got this Senegalese people as well. There's there's so many of them, and and sorry to say, but they're very deprived. Like there there's a lot of homeless. There's hmm. a lot of homelessness. Yeah, um, they sleep very rough. They sleep on the streets. They beg. Um, there's only a few that actually work, but a lot of them are hustlers. Um, they sleep. They sleep very rough. Wow. It's very sad to see. So that street, that's where. The kind of people that work, um, that kind of doing all right, that's where they hang out because they, when they finish work, they can go and they can get their dinner. Um, yeah, but yeah, that 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 little strip there, that, that's where all the Africans hang out. Okay, it's very interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, I felt as though I was there looking. I don't know what kind of camera you were using, but man, that was clean as anything. Um, but it was interesting, and I liked um, your highlighting it. The only thing I wanted to see was inside of one of the restaurants. I was hoping, oh, please go yeah. in, please go in, please know, go right? in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm going to Madrid in two weeks. Ah. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, okay. I'm, going, I'm going to put. Yeah, I'm going to do a lot of research. I'm going to make sure because the first one was my first one. I didn't really plan it. Right. I don't think there was a lot of details in it, but um, yeah, I'm going to Madrid, so I'm going to do like a proper detail. But I'm going to do a UK one as well. Okay. I'm actually fil- I'm, I'm filming from Sunday, so I'm going to do like a London sightseeing, so you can see like all the sites, all the all the um, the best places to go, and all the, all the uh, like down down the street where 
where the prime ministers hang out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you need anyone else to hold a camera or a bag? <laughs> of course, yeah. Listen, listen, uh, Javek, be my guest. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lot easier when you got someone With to kind of hold the camera for you. But you I know. volunteer. Yeah. Javette, <laughs> have you seen the YouTube video? No, I haven't seen it yet. You need to check it out. I am, my mouth is here watering. When you look at the pastry shop he went to, and I, and I love cannolis. Absolutely love cannolis. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm, okay, my mouth is watering. And that, that thing that you, the fried spaghetti. Was it really that? Good? Oh my god, that was that was amazing. That was like my favorite. It's like um, it's like a it's like um a savory pastry with um fried um spaghetti in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was so nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Okay, folks, check it out. Uh, Teflon travels on YouTube. Please check it out. It's worth it. I watched the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> so oh one more question i have for you teflon the horns that they have on the key rings what is the story behind that so those horns they're they're quite iconic very big in in italy so it's a sign of um good luck so they've got they're very superstitious people okay um so so yeah they, they believe that if you rub the red horns, it will bring a lot of good luck to your um, home and family. So oh. they've they got they got the big horns and they got the small, they got the very small ones. So it's like um, a souvenir as well. A lot of people come back with little horns and they said you can keep on a key ring and you can rub it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the masks, those funny looking masks. What's the story yeah, for those? Um, yeah, she said it, it's, a, it's their carnival. They got like a carnival thing where they um, like a masquerade carnival thing that they do every year. So that's another iconic thing that All they right. do in Italy. All right, but well. that no, that, that 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 part of Italy because Italy is quite big. Um, Naples right. is is quite different. Although it's in Italy, it's quite different because they even speak different as well. Because my friend Steph, yeah, she said that she doesn't understand the. Um, the, the, the dialect okay yeah yeah so, so nepali is like a different dialect they're oh, same really? people but they speak different yeah oh wow so i guess it's so i was really I was, I was really surprised because i imagine being in one country and everyone knows it's italy but people speak different speak differently yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well i tell you something you know what it really shouldn't surprise us um because when i think about jamaica for example so when some people speak patois i don't know what the heck they're saying and i'm not lying i'm like huh i really have to listen carefully because and i and i think it depends on what part of the island they are from and then you have um the maroons who i have chromantic I, I don't know what the heck that is i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna pretend i would be so lost so confused trying to figure that out yeah so according to um yesterday i was talking to dj simple so according to dj simple my patwa don't pass halfway tree so <laughs> I, I was thinking that as well <laughs> <laughs> he said my patwa is um constant spring road going up to manning's hill and uptown i'm like no i'm gonna talk the real patwa i'm like okay i thought 
thought I was doing real yeah, good. Yeah, I think you've got you 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 you, you speak um, the posh posh <laughs> pat, um, patois. <laughs> if there if there was such a thing, yeah, yeah, I'll say you you definitely speak posh patois. Oh my <laughs> gosh, you know, y'all gonna leave me alone. But yeah, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Sorry, right, yeah, um, I'll keep you updated with um, Spain. Yeah. yeah definitely looking forward to it. I do, I do like the language. So whilst I'm there, I'm going to see if I can learn a few words. I, actually, I'm going to try and learn a few words before I go. Yes. And it's, always, yeah, it, it, it's always been a passion to learn Spanish. Learn it. So, and yeah, they speak yeah. proper Spanish, not what is spoken yeah. in Latin America. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. speak proper Spanish. And I find, I find, I find Spanish is easy. I think Spanish is an easy language to learn. It's definitely easier than Portuguese. It's easier than French. Well, in my opinion, I think um, Spanish and then Italian because Italian has some words in it. For example, carne is the same meat in Spanish as it is in Italy, in Italian, right? But I love the Italian accent. You know, when you hear them say mozzarella. <laughs> yeah, the guy, my friend Franco. <laughs> I love their accent. I and really I was, do. I was, I was mocking their accent. Um, so, mamma mia! My friend was like, stop doing that. They don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah. thanks a million for sharing that. And I am looking forward to more stories and more videos from you as I you. I think you, you, you'll definitely enjoy the UK one because it's home. So, I'm. I, I'm quite knowledgeable. I know. I know a lot of details. There's going to be a lot of details, and I, I'm going to plan it as well. I'm going to plan the content properly because yeah. the first one I didn't plan it. It was just wings. That's why I was a bit. There's certain parts where I was a bit speechless. I didn't know because it wasn't planned. <laughs> That's I was okay. Literally just, yeah. So, but it's my it's my first one, and it's actually doing alright. You know, I'm, I'm almost hitting one k views. Yeah, you, you're a virgin. You broke your virginity. So now you're good to go. You got this. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's kind of weird, though, because I'm getting loads and loads of views, but they're, they're not subscribing. I don't know what's going on. Don't worry. The more content you put out is the more people will engage, and yeah. they're like, no, I got to follow yeah, this yeah. guy. I got to follow this guy. Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> Definitely don't. But thanks a million again, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, so violence hits Mexico cartel stronghold as Chapo's son is nabbed. Story courtesy of the Associated Press. Well, the son wasn't yet up in Culiacan when David Telez and his family began making their way to the city's airport for a return flight to Mexico City after their vacation. But not long after they set out, they encountered the first crude roadblock, an abandoned vehicle obstructing their way. Teles turned to social media to find out what was going on and saw that Sinaloa's, and I'm sure y'all, if you watched um, the series, Marlon, what's the name of the series, that the drug, uh, the cartel, what's her name? Queen of the South. You'll hear about Sinaloa where they grow the um, agave plant for tequila. Yeah, watch too much of it. But anyway, so saw that Sinaloa's state capital, a stronghold of the cartel by the same name, was filled with roadblocks and gunfire. It would be hours before Mexico's defense secretary would confirm that the military had captured Ovidio Guzman, a son of the notorious farm, uh, former Sinaloa cartel boss, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, on Thursday in a pre-dawn operation north of the city. Well, the people aren't happy. 
I guess he was their bread and butter. He, despite the atrocities that happen, you know, it's their income, so I can understand. But at the same time, drugs is a problem globally, especially in the U.S. So it is what it is. Um, next story doo -doo -doo -doo, on the international scene. Um, Kenyan LGBTQ activist Edwin Chiloba found dead in a metal box. Kenyan police have discovered the body of prominent LGBTQ rights campaigner Edwin Chiloba stuffed inside a metal box in the west of the country, according to local media sources. Motorbike taxi riders alerted police after they saw the box dumped by the roadside from a vehicle with a concealed number plate. The Standard and Daily Nation newspaper made the report this morning, quoting police sources. Chiloba's remains were found uh, near Eldoret Town in Gishu County, where he ran his fashion business. According to Independent Rights Group, the Kenyan Human Rights Commission, he was brutally killed and dumped in the area by unknown assailants. It is truly worrisome that we continue to witness escalation in violence targeting LGBTQ plus Kenyans. Kenyan National Police Service spokesperson Resila said she would comment at a later time. Um, under British colonial era law, gay sex in Kenya is punishable by 14 years in prison. The law is rarely enforced, but discrimination is common. We head over to the Ukraine for our next story. Ukraine's Zelensky says Putin's 36-hour truce is a tactical ploy, according to Al Jazeera.com. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has rejected out of hand a Russian order for a truce over the Orthodox Christmas period, saying the proposed ceasefire is a trick to halt the Ukraine army's progress in the eastern Donbass region and allow Moscow to bring in more troops. Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered a 36-hour ceasefire, which will run from midday Friday until the end of Saturday. After a call for a Christmas truce by the head of the Russian Orthodox Church, Patriarch Kirill of Moscow, the Kremlin said on Thursday. And of course, Putin has ordered the temporary ceasefire. FIFA names first female international referee from Saudi Arabia. Also courtesy of Al Jazeera, Saudi Arabia's first female international referee was appointed by FIFA on Thursday, less than a year after the Conservative Kingdom's national women's team made their debut. Anud Al-Asmari's name was published as part of a list released by the Saudi Arabian Football Federation. She is one of eight Saudis on the international panel announced by football's global governing body and is the only woman included. All right, so that's good news. Now back to the UK. Prince Harry reveals he killed 25 in Afghanistan of Al Jazeera as well. Prince Harry has acknowledged killing 25 people in Afghanistan during his time as, as an Apache helicopter pilot, according to the UK's media, quoting a soon-to-be-published autobiography. Harry, the Duke of Sussex, served in Afghanistan first as a forward air controller in air raids from 2007 to 2008. 
than flying the attack helicopter between 2012 and 2013. The 38-year-old is due to release a book, Spare, in the next week, as we discussed uh, yesterday. However, it is already available in Spain in which he revealed that he undertook six missions as a pilot that led to him taking human lives. Harry said he's neither proud nor ashamed of doing so. He also described eliminating the targets as like removing chess pieces from a board. My number is 25. It's not a number that fills me with satisfaction, but nor does it embarrass me, he wrote. Video cameras mounted on the nose of his Apache helicopter enabled him to assess his missions and determine with certainty how many he had killed. The prince explained his justification for his actions because of the 9-11 attacks in the United States and meeting families of the victims. He said those responsible and their sympathizers were enemies of humanity and fighting them was an act of vengeance for a crime against humanity. All right. Um, I often ask the question, how do soldiers feel? I know it's your job. I know it's your job. But how do you feel? And I know it's kill or be killed. I know that. I know it's eliminate or be shot down. I know that. But what goes through your mind as you go into battle? And after you've killed someone, how do you feel? The question I often ask. I I didn't particularly like this article. I understand having to ask the questions like you just asked, but to put numbers on it, that's yeah. That just kind of turned me off from even wanting to listen to the rest of it. Do Do you really have to put numbers on how many people? Um, lives that you have taken. I understand that you're part of a war and this is an act of war, supposedly be or be killed. You know, that's if the war is legitimate enough. That's a legitimate, that's, you know, another story. That's a whole nother story. But for him to actually put numbers on it, this whole book thing is kind of getting on my nerve right now because I just find that to be a little... um, uncouth i'm sorry the number putting the number putting the number out there as just no yeah no that part i'm not gonna lie it sent chills down my spine and i was thinking you actually count the num the bodies you actually count and it sounds as though here's how it comes across to me javet um as a milestone an accomplishment something to be proud of that is how that's what i'm feeling but he says it's not something he's ashamed of or he's proud of but i think the number drove it home in a different way for me well i thought um you're not supposed to speak about stuff like that because i know people from the army and you don't speak about things like that um casualties and stuff like that he's not not supposed to so that surprised me for him to put a number out there you know, you could talk, but you can't say, just like police officers, you can't, you're not supposed to say, you know, how many people you've killed or hurt. But that's what Sula is saying in the chat, too. Because, oh. yeah, because Sula serves our country. And she says, I thought it was a rule not to say your number. 
Yeah, I thought so too. So that's kind of weird. I guess it's just to get the book. Um, I think it's about the book. It's about the book. It has to be about the book. Yeah, that's. Uh, can you can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what everyone's saying over here. They say that it's all cap, and he's just doing it for the clout for the book. Cause that, cause no one does that. Cause my my sister's in the army, and she said the same thing as well. She said you don't talk about things like that. The rule. I don't know how he's doing and getting away. Get, I don't know how he gets away with it. So leads me to ask the question: In his Netflix um, series with himself and Megan, and you know they're talking about the royal family being relevant and staying relevant, and that's how they make their money. Well, how is this any different? How is what you're doing now, Harry, any different? Because if certain things are not to be spoken about, shouldn't we respect that? Or is it that he's looking at it as a healing process for him? Because you know he suffers, he has his issues, mental health issues. So could it be that this is his way of coming to terms with certain things he has had to experience. I don't know. But if it's off limits, it's off limits. Don't talk about it. Don't put a number to it. I, I, public. Sorry, Mr. Red. You just don't put it in public. You could talk to somebody else about it, but you don't have to put it in public for everybody to know. You know. Go ahead. Go ahead, Javette. Hold, hold on, Donald. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Javette, and then Donald. I understand him wanting to tell his story about what's been going on with him since he's married. What's her name? Megan. Megan right. right. But it, it's, it's just like anything else. Even when we're on this platform, we just know that certain things are just kind of insensitive. Yeah. So did no one like read through the notes and say, oh, you shouldn't put the number there because that's insensitive or no, you shouldn't put it there because his army is different from the American army. So, I mean, I don't know if it's that way with the British army. It is, is the police. What do, what do we call them? The something police. The person that's out there looking at things and checking that you're not disrespecting a certain group of people or whatever. Conscious police. I forget the term. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even, I, I don't even want to, I didn't even watch this story. I didn't even want to read the book. It kind of turns me off. I'm sorry. Yeah. Certain things should have been left out. It was, I don't think it went through proper editing. I really don't think it did for the number. It's okay to say several, but not put the number. And, um, Javette, uh, Teflon said in the UK, they don't talk about the number either. It's not mentioned. I don't think any army talks about the number. Yeah, you don't, you, you don't even talk about several. You don't, you don't talk about it. A lot of times when you, because I've got a lot of um, friends in the army, and every time I ask them, like, how many people have you killed? Yeah, they, they, they always derail the, the, the conversation. They will never entertain that conversation so i don't know how yeah and then there's um they release a lot of pictures of him with his um with his gun and they're saying that they're saying that the cartridge wasn't even like real cartridges like he was they're saying that he was firing blanks it's actually <laughs> trend, it's actually trending on twitter wow yeah 
is it that they're saying that to try and downplay everything uh and i (laughs) it's possible right um i okay i oh sula says i just say i won't answer that question or not even talk about it at all which i think is the best way to approach it walk away from that conversation yeah that was my point exactly i think the the book and the whatever it is they're releasing is giving it intended is doing what it's intended to do yeah to get people talking about it to have them you know in all the medias and all the stuff to make their money these people are just as far as i concern is all about themselves all about themselves all about what they're suffering from whatever they right. everything's always worse with them whatever just ignore them yeah just ignore them period uh, it's a waste of time marketing one-on-one marketing at its best you got to give and you know and um i think he needs to go back and watch the netflix series that he put out himself and remind himself of the very comments he made about how the royal family survives if they don't put out headlines if they're not splattered across different um media outlets and they're not blaring in the headlines they come under threat of um not making money and the crown needs money right so well you're doing the same thing you got to move the books right you got to move them you you don't publish them for nothing but could you not use something else or keep it um keep the snippets about yourself and megan talk about archie and the daughter lilibet talk about those things i would think those things are interesting enough they got two kids already? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even, when you said the second, I was like, what? They got yeah, two kids they got already? Two kids. Little about the I Archie. understand that he has to take care of his family now that he's been ousted or whatever is really going on in the background. Mm-hmm. So he has to find a way to make money. I don't even know if he, does he have real marketable skills? Can he actually work? <laughs> And I'm not being facetious. No, I, I mean, mean, like, seriously. I mean, he can model. He's cute. He can model. He can... <laughs> you hear that? You heard the chips? Okay. You might need to, you might need to fix his patch first. <laughs> I think he'll be okay. He, he's fine. He's a ginger, and he got those bright blue eyes. And um, um, people love him because he's a rebel. People love him. He's Diana, Diana's son. People are drawn to him because they can relate to him more. I don't think he has to go above and beyond and do the extreme. I really don't think he he has to. So, um, calm down, calm down, baby, calm down, calm down. <laughs> go ahead, James. Yeah, yeah. I think he needs to slow down too, because he might he might lose the one thing that he has going for him, the, the likability. Mm-hmm. Because even even Nelson Mandela's granddaughter is speaking out about using their. Her, her grandfather's name really yeah like she spoke wow. out about it this week so yeah i think i think they need to slow down like find other things to you know sit down with Ty- maybe maybe you know tyler perky and put them in the next madea <laughs> you know what i'm done i am but, done <laughs> but slow down <laughs> i am so done with you oh my gosh we do have stories go ahead go right ahead marlon he was saying that he misses dad and his brother and he want to get back have a relationship with them again so go have the relationship with them what's stopping you 
<laughs> you know what's stopping them. <laughs> I mean, it's natural that he is going to um, miss having the relationship with them. It is natural. But they need to sit down and have a conversation, have some sort of um, dealings. And they will have to come to terms that this man is happy with the woman he's with and that they need to get rid of um, antique norms and practices and stop thinking that they're better than anybody else because of the color of their skin. Thinking that um, you look down on melanated folks and they need to change their way of thinking. I applaud him for standing by his wife as he ought to. But they need to educate themselves. And he's going to have to one day just make a hard decision. Yes, I miss you, but I choose my family that I have started. That's what it is. He won't be the first one to make the choice. But he knows his family is racist. They've been racist for centuries. You married a black woman. What do you expect? I guess he thought that he could the change you, them, Donald. That is the choice you make. So stick with your family, live your life, and go on. It ain't changing. They've been like that for centuries. Yeah. 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 And the, the royals need to change because if they've noticed um, Donnell, the, the folks who love them and support them are mostly seniors, right? This younger generation, they have a different view of them. So they're losing popularity. But the history don't do them any favors. No. They're literally involved in the killing of people on every continent on earth. Oh, let's not talk about that. And and the young the young people don't really care about the royals anyway. Yeah. So this just makes it even worse. I feel Teflon that once um the age group now let's say from sixty five up die out. That's it. That's it. The royal family is done. That's how I look at it. Yeah. I don't think uh, William has the charisma. If it were Harry who was going in next, probably you'd be able to keep the young folks interested. But William doesn't have any charisma, in my opinion. Uh, Middleton needs, like, she needs a patakan milk porridge with some coconut milk. And in it. She looks like sticks wow. and stones. But, uh, I need some seasoning. Yeah, she looks miserable. She looks miserable to me. She doesn't look happy to me. So I feel that once Cruella and, and, and Charles died, that's it. Cruella? Is that her real name? No, it's Camilla. Oh. <laughs> but she does that look... show you how much I pay attention, right? I'm like, what? Cruella? Okay, I'm going to behave myself. Donald says sticks and stones, sticks and stones. But <laughs> Go ahead, Mama. James. Moments that they, they can hire Chris Jenner um, to be their publicist, like, you know, and they'll uh, make they'll make it to the next fifty years for real. But um, yeah. So I, if if as I was saying, if Harry was the one going in the um seat, I think the young people would be more inclined to carry on. But these young people don't give two craps about the royal family anyway. You know what? They, re they really don't. Cause um, I was on a tour the other day um and. It was like they was talking about the Buckham Palace and all of that. The kids was all asleep. They was all on their phone. <laughs> Y'all ain't got no manners. That's the they problem. Don't care, but they really don't care. It's not that. Like when 
when it came to more interesting stuff, like about the London night, then they started paying attention. But as soon as you start talking about the Royals, no one cares. <laughs> really, no one cares. It's only the older generation that really care about the uh, Royals. They, they call them Royalists. <laughs> yeah, young people see it. It's a big thing over here. It's a well-known fact. They, the young people, they don't care about the Royals. They really don't. <laughs> oh my god! The, the, the only the only one they might care about is Harry because they can relate. He's more relatable, but the others, nah. Even even when the Queen died, the young people didn't even care. Like the queues, the, those mile long queues, yeah. Were the older no folks? That that queue. Did you see the queue? Yeah, I saw the people. Yeah, there, there, yeah. Was, there was there was no young people in there. It was all old people. Never be royals. Esto se jodió. La vecina no sé qué bebió. El vecino no sé qué prendió. A la gente no sé qué le dio, pero todo el mundo está loco. Todo el mundo, todo el mundo está loco. Todo el mundo rayado del coco. Y yo solo sé que montaron. all our listeners logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com thank you to everyone listening on johnoradio.com and of course i gotta give a big thank you to everyone right here with me on clubhouse this is where the conversation happens i'm moments with me and you're listening to coffee until world news on the go we do this every monday through friday 9 a.m to 1 p.m eastern you're inside the friday mix reggaeton style coming up after this quick music break it is time for us to get into the caribbean corner Dame 
Remember, Days After Dark returns this Monday, January 9, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's Real Relationship Talk. Join the crew, Sanat, Rose Solo, Marlon, and myself, Moments With Me. Squeeze one more in and then we get back to business. enough um teflon did you know that oh he's on a call but i just pulled up something excuse me as it relates to spain they what you call it wikipedia has spain on two continents i don't know why um they have it as europe and as africa that's interesting because i'm looking at the map and on the you have morocco which falls on africa and then after um, that, you have Portugal, and then you have Spain, and then France. And it's very obvious that Spain is nowhere, um, in no way, connected to the continent of Africa. So I was of the opinion all along it just belonged to one continent, and that was Europe. I didn't know a country could be split between two continents. So that if that's the case, then that means Portugal would be a part of Africa. Hmm, interesting. Anyway. Well, I sorry. I think they have an island um, off of Spain that could, because um, my friend's ancestors are from the island, and I forgot what it's called, Tenerife. Okay. And I think, um, I, like, I don't know if Tenerife is Africa or France, but um, I feel like they speak Spanish over there, but they could be considered um, in Africa. Okay. So, all right. I I I blew up the map. Okay, so I got it now. Portugal is to the west of Spain, not touching Africa at all. There is a narrow strait between Rabat and Gibraltar. Gibraltar is Spain, no? But there is a narrow strip of water that goes between the two called the Alboran Sea. Hmm. 
Okay. Check uh, the Canary Islands because that might be conspi- uh, that might be either Spanish or Africa, but it's definitely near closer to Africa. But I think it's considered Spain, so I think it's the Canary Islands. If- uh, uh, okay, so I'm looking that up. Canary Islands. Yeah. Okay, let me see. So Canary Islands, they are off the coast of Africa, huh? To the they are to the what's that west um, of Morocco and the oops, Western Sahara. Yeah, they well the Western Sahara Morocco goes all the way down there. Okay, so that's probably why they would say the two continents. Then sin that would make sense because Spain owns the Canary Islands, but the Canary Islands are off the coast of West Africa. Oh, okay. Got it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, there's lots of people from the Caribbean that, because my best friend is from Tenerife, like her ancestors okay. are from Tenerife. And um, uh, yeah, so if you, you probably know people from Tenerife or they probably don't even know they're from Tenerife, but it's, yeah, it's a whole um, group of islands yeah. off the coast of Africa. Wow. And I guess they're considered Spanish. Okay. Santa Cruz de Tenerife. You have Las Palmas de Gran Canaria or Canaria, Mas Palomas and Puerto de la Cruz. Hmm. Interesting. You learn something new every day, right? Um, Okay. So Gili said Reunion Island in the Indian Ocean is always is also french and it's in east africa wow wow yeah learning huh learning 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 when it comes to italy it's italy kicking sicily into the ocean right you know the because italy is shaped like a boot (laughs) sicily is the one that it's kicking so these okay now you have me looking at other things wow there are many islands out there that we've never heard of, you know that? Hmm, interesting. All right, so let me jump to some good news for Antigua and Barbuda. Antigua and Barbuda to be featured on new season of The Apprentice. The beauty of Antigua and Barbuda will now will be on a show during tonight. Well, it happened on one episode, the season premiere of The Apprentice. Yeah, it's a UK television business documentary series. Um, In announcing the development, Antigua and Barbuda Tourism said the airing of the episode on the BBC ties into the peak holiday booking season and ensured the Twin Islands are front of mind for millions of UK travellers. Minister of Tourism and Investment Charles Fernandez commented there is a lot of excitement for Antigua and Barbuda amongst viewers of the show who have spotted the teaser and recognized the destination. All right. So our welcoming people, warm weather, turquoise waters, fantastic cultural sites, amazing restaurants and unique experiences are going to be splashed across television screens and homes throughout the UK. Okay, happy for you, Antigua and Barbuda. Good, good, good. Okay, season 17 of The Apprentice features 18 contestants who are seeking to become the next business partner of British billionaire Lord Alan Sugar. Okay, all right. 
So next up, a New Year's Eve dispute over rent leaves landlord dead and a tenant arrested in Barbados. Hours before the start of the new year, a landlord was fatally stabbed, allegedly by a tenant of his. And that happened at Venables Crescent in St. Andrew. The deceased is 36-year-old Patrick Newby, who is also a shopkeeper. According to reports, about 7.30 a.m. on Saturday, Newby and the tenant were engaged in an argument over outstanding rent when the men armed themselves with a cutlass and a knife, respectively. Despite the intervention of residents, Newby was stabbed with the knife during the altercation. He was transported to hospital where he was pronounced dead. The tenant was subsequently apprehended by the police and remains in their custody, awaiting a question and answer session with investigators. Listen, you rent the people them place, you need to pay the rent, pay the people them rent. If you can't pay the people them rent, have a conversation with them. At the end of the day, are the people them place? Yes, people will say, but landlords also need to, you know, have some compassion. Yes, I understand that. But what if they have to pay mortgage on the property and they can't afford to pay the mortgage out of pocket? We have to know how to separate personal from business when it comes to certain things. And if you can't afford to live there anymore, you just can, unfortunately. Or see if you can, can get some kind of help from somebody to pay the rent. But I get people over them things. Don't do it. Don't do it. And now you killed a man over his property. In Guyana, $1.1 billion worth of drugs taken off the streets last year. The government of Guyana has been investing millions of dollars in the security sector to provide a safe and secure environment for Guyanese. According to the Department of Public Information, DPI, this includes purchasing vehicles for the Guyana police force while training police officers and allocating half a million dollars to the Customs Anti-Narcotics Unit, CANU, to advance its work. These investments have proven fruitful, with the GPF recording a 19% decrease in serious crimes, and now CANU increasing its narcotics seizure in 2022. Our next story, we go to Haiti. Um... Pastor Amel Lafleur banned from pastoral activity for five years. You know what? I'm really trying to behave myself. I'm really trying to behave myself. I'm really trying to behave myself. Okay, let me read the story. The Ministry of Worship has imposed on Pastor or Pastor Amel Lafleur a ban on exercising any ministerial and or pastoral practice for a period of five years. This sanction comes following the publication on social networks of videos through which the man of the church simulated sexual positions with his own daughter in front of a religious assembly. The authorities of the Minister of Worship qualify the actions of the pastor as an activity detrimental to order and to public morals within the church. This behavior is condemned by the decree of October 18, 1978, at the level of its Article 13, we read in a correspondence addressed by the said ministry to the head of the Independent Church of God of the Narrow Gate. Consequently, Amel Lafleur cannot exercise any ministerial or pastoral practice during the period from January 5, 2023 to January 3, 2028. In the meantime, the Administrative Committee or the Executive Committee of the Religious Institution will submit no later than January 9 to the Ministry of Religious Affairs, 
the name of the replacement for the pastor during the period of prohibition. This in view of the continuation of activities within the independent church of God of the closed door of Delmas specifies the correspondence. Let me tell you something. What country is this? Haiti. (laughs) I have seen some things happening in some churches. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Is this church or is this how to have sex one-on-one? Really disturbing. Slapping women on their derrieres while they're bent over with their heads down, ass up. What's the song? Face down, ass up. Who sing that song? I don't remember. Makes you wonder, what the heck? So you say he used his daughter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For demonstration purposes. He don't need no um, prohibition, period. He just needs to be removed from any type of pastoral duty. Period. Period. I'm so confused. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Robert Chin, brother of Jamaican politician, has been charged after the Norman Manor International Airport drug bust. The Narcotics Division has now formally charged 56-year-old Robert Chin of Mona in Kingston 6 in relation to the seizure of 12 kilos of cocaine at the Norman Manor International Airport in Kingston on Monday, January 2. Reports are that at about 7 a.m., Chin was attempting to board a flight departing to the United States, but managed to evade arrest after the anomalies were detected in the suitcase assigned to him. Of course, he was found later on that same day and arrested at about 6.30 p.m. Um, Chin has been charged with the following offenses, possession of cocaine, dealing in cocaine, attempting to export cocaine, and conspiracy to export cocaine. He is scheduled to appear before the Kingston and St. Andrew Parish Court today. On Wednesday, his brother, Member of Parliament, MP for Northwest Manchester, the People's National Party, Michael Phillips, distanced himself from the arrest of his half-brother in connection to the major cocaine bust. He said the issue is unrelated to me, and therefore I am and remain unconnected to it. Ain't it funny how all of a sudden is your half-brother and you distance yourself? When did you go from brother to half-brother? If it's your brother, it's your brother. I don't get this half-brother thing. I never understood it. It's my half-sister, my half-brother. What is that? Is it your sister or your brother? What do you mean? My half. So because he's half. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, half of the money didn't. People are idiots. You know, they have been doing it for a while. Oh, Jesus. Get people half of the money. <laughs> How quick we are to dismiss our relatives. All of a sudden, you're no longer my brother. You are my half brother because you were caught trafficking drugs no one him up are your brother it's your brother and i'm gonna stand beside him <laughs> yeah that's man one of his st- you say you say how loyal to work though <laughs> i tell you 
first you have people dumping their friend's body on the side of the road. People don't even dead in a body. I dumped the body. Right? Because you know I'm not fit with them. Now your own brother, you're distancing yourself from and classifying him as your half-brother. You know, either share the same mother or the same father. Are your brother. One your brother. Owning your brother does not mean you're condoning his actions. And I'm sure you dined at the same table. I am pretty sure you have got things from him. But all of a sudden, no, Maka Jukyo hat. I know your brother. You know, uh, I can't with these people. Yeah. Family of slain U.S. missionary coming to Jamaica hoping for justice. After more than six years of delay, a United States family is hoping to get justice for their loved one, who was among two U.S. missionaries killed in St. Mary. Uh, it was like ripping a wind that has ended at least somewhat wide open again, said Sarah Hensel, wife of the 48-year-old Randy Hensel, who was viciously killed along with his colleague in 2016. She was speaking with the American press this week. The double murder grabbed international headlines and left several people, particularly those who benefited from the kindness of the Americans, devastated. The accused men, Dwight Henry of Wentworth and Andre Thomas of Port Maria, both in St. Mary, are charged with the 2016 slaying of Hensel and 53-year-old Harold Nichols. Our next story, courtesy of Nationwide Radio JM, police preempt at least 300 contract killings annually. Some 300 lives have been saved annually in Jamaica owing to the interception of contract killers by the Jamaica Constabulary Force before they carry out the act. That's according to the Deputy Commissioner of Police in charge of the crime portfolio, Fitz Bailey. He was speaking on Nationwide this morning on the issue following the contract killing of a British man, Sean Patterson, that took place on Monday, January 2, at a villa in St. James. Teach parents conflict resolution. A significant number of intimate partner conflicts occur during a woman's pregnancy or shortly after a child joins a family. And that is according to consultant psychiatrist and president of the Jamaica Psychiatric Association, Dr. Sapphire Longmore. She says it is important that parents are taught how to resolve conflicts. And that's something that we talk about here all the time. Conflict resolution and emotional intelligence management. Bubba House, I'll be right back with you. Gotta say a big thank you to everyone that tuned in online on JanoRadio.com. Remember, download that Jano Radio app so you can take us on the go. It is J-A-H-K-N-O. It is also available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. Thank you to everyone that tuned in online on QMZRadio.com, the quality music zone. For quality music while you work or play, keep it logged on to QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day and of course what would i do without my clubhouse crew thank you so much clubhouse this is where the conversation happens 
Thank you for your perspectives, your insight. Thank you for your comments in the chat. I do ask that whatever you do, folks, wherever you go, please be safe. You can join me Monday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, when we do it all over again. Tune in to Coffee Until World News on the Go, where I read the news and we share our views. Follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok, Moments with Me Media. QMZ Radio, Jano Radio, this is Moments with me signing out. Have a wonderful rest of the day and weekend. Be safe.